0: To the Geeks Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, with Chris and Ed. Can turn my music down a little bit. Good grief. This week we're gonna talk about moon nights, a new episode of Picard, the new series on Paramount Plus Halo, and of course, all your news, tips, and tricks, geek sundries, all on episode five of the Geeks Podcast, culture cast. Hey boys, howdy, howdy, how is everybody? We're doing well, <laughs>
1: better than well.
0: I'm excited about talking about Halo and Moon Knight today. Moon Knight is excited me to those no the, end.
1: Those are the only two we're talking about. Right? We're,
0: we're talking about Picard too. <laughs> everybody, not not everybody's as excited to speak about Picard, but we are going to speak about it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh goodness, how is everybody today? Good, good, good. We've we've got
1: three episodes out. No. Three
0: episodes out. This um, is actually a kind of a big um, uh, gate, a uh, uh, rite of passage. When we started this uh, journey, it was more than a year ago, believe it or not. Um, and uh, it took us some time to get our ideas down and and what we really wanted to do. We had a we had a good idea for the show, but we. We needed to flush it out and add a little bit more production value to it. And it's taken us some time, but man, we've got three out. I'm so stoked.
1: Yeah, I think it's coming together. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought we were, we were um, going too long at first until I realized and listened to other podcasts. Right? They're conversational. Yeah. Yeah, they're conversational. Yeah. Yeah. good dialogue. We've got a lot to talk about, you know, and people, when they listen to podcasts, they, they listen on, uh, you know, bit by bit.
2: They do.
0: That's absolutely right. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, I, th- I think
2: the feedback so far that we've gotten has been pretty good. Feedback's think, been tremendous. Yeah, we're, we're definitely making some incremental steps. I like I blown know. away. I am yeah. with the feedback. Yeah. We no,
1: I, I think the the most constructive stuff has been around Duncan, and so that's is good. That's <laughs> <laughs> so great. All the <laughs> criticism's <laughs> been about about my part, usually from my significant other. So that's that. That is no, good. No, I think everybody's doing a great job. I don't know.
0: It's fun. It's fun, and and me and the boys are having a lot of fun doing it, and uh, we're going to continue doing it. We've got some big plans for the coming year. Uh, we'll talk more about in the news uh, segment. Um, but uh, you know, look, it, it takes you guys. So we want to encourage everyone to listen, uh, share uh, the podcast, get on Anchor um, if you want to submit a question to the podcast. Uh, we we have the ability on Anchor.fm. Uh, look up Geek Culture Cast. And you can add your audio questions. And if uh, we like your question and we want to answer it, we might even put it on the podcast in a, in a future segment. So go ahead and hit that up and and uh, let us know what you're thinking about. Also, let us know what you want to talk about. We pick and curate things that myself and Chris and, and Ed want to talk about. Uh, we do it because we don't want to hate this job, first off. And there's there's some crap sci-fi and and comic books out there okay. uh, <laughs> but also um we we, we want to talk about stuff you guys are watching and, and want to hear about so. and i think
2: the other thing is there's suggestions for things that we may not know about or may not be on our radar right now that's exactly I think right that i you know as just as fans of the genre i think it'll be great to take a look at suggestions that folks great may have so
1: point so yeah because we, we're, we're not Specifically, Star Trek, Star Wars, no. Marvel. T- Correct. These are our favorites, right. we, but these, we're these not specifically the,
0: only those, right?
1: So we, you know, I, we we talked initially about Dune. We haven't yep. gone back to it. I don't think we we need to for now. Not but, not, not till the next but, movie comes. R- out. Right. But but what I'm saying is, we, no, we haven't st- talked about Battlestar Galactica. We haven't t- talked about other movies within the That's genre true. or other series within the genre. Firefly. We just mentioned that today. We did. Um, would love to talk about a lot of the other things that, that are out there that, that uh, fill out the, the genre. So
0: Well, and the, the good news there is, is that um, what that means for listeners is more shows, and we've got yeah. tons to talk about. Absolutely. And, and so that's, that's always good news. Um, one of the, the key things that they always tell you when you're making a podcast is you want to talk to a niche group, which we do. And you don't want to run out of stuff to talk about.
1: Is, that what, is that what they always tell you? That's what they tell you. All That's right. what they what tell I, you
0: on the instructional videos.
2: On, on the I am going to tell you at po- podcast, podcast University. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm a PhD in podcast, if you guys didn't know. So, you, you are a D. <laughs>
2: with
1: a high P.A.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for that. I appreciate that, Ed. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get started here. First things first, we want to talk about Marvel's Moon Knight how are you guys enjoying Moon Knight up to this point? We've got one episode left before this, and let me let me start this. Every, episode. Everybody's caught up, right? Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Correct. I got to start this I, because we've we've missed this every single episode, and I get my butt chewed about it every one. If you're listening and you have not watched the show, there are spoilers in this episode.
1: There are spoilers. Spoilers alert. Spoilers alert.
0: Oh, I didn't have it up, so I couldn't do the the. Uh, the, the spoiler alert.
1: There we go. That's our spoiler <laughs> alert music. Where he, he, you learned that in the PhD. That's, the that's my
0: PhD in podcasting. That was a there. semester right there.
1: <laughs> podcast you. Push, Stingers.
0: Stingers. Push the the is, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to push the button and you got to have it potted up. So I actually failed that, that first test. Yeah. So good for me. Okay.
2: Summer school for you. That's right. Um, Moon Knight. So spoilers through episode five. Spoilers on
0: all shows that we talk about in every podcast. So everybody's up to date.
2: here Through episode five. Through
1: episode five. This is the latest one,
3: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? Yes. Yes. Through episode five. Spoilers through episode five. That's what we'll be talking about. That's right. Oscar um, Isaac. Awesome. Love Oscar Isaac. I I didn't know how it was going to start. I mean, when it started off, I was like, uh, what the heck is going on? What are you doing, Poe? Yep. And, you know, after episode two, I was like, oh. You're doing oh, something completely different and very oh, cool. Okay. This is, this is cool. I mean, your, your, your fake accent is, is you know, kind of on point, but.
0: Kind of on point?
1: Yeah, it's kind of on point. No, it's but, really on point. But what was, what was incredible was when the character develops or begins to develop, and you, be, you you begin to see the interaction between himself and himself, <laughs> right? Yeah. The, the, the alter ego, the two the two egos, right? yeah. The um yeah. Th- then you realize, wow, th- this is some these are some really good acting chops, you know. Oh from, yeah, from, from Oscar Isaac. And, Oscar Isaac's
0: Juilliard. he's, yeah, he's well, graduated yeah. Juilliard. He's sure. not everybody
1: actor. that comes out of Juilliard is a great actor. And and especially when you when you push to them into no that's a, not true I don't think I think everybody yeah. that comes out of
0: Juilliard is is perfection okay well that, that's that's a, <laughs> that's
1: a stupid statement right? uh, the boss the Boz, obviously
2: I'm joking Brian Bosworth <laughs> and Dolph Lundgren Brian Bosworth <laughs> definitely I just definitely watched there.
0: on YouTube his first movie Stone Cold yeah that I don't know if you've ever seen it but that at the beginning of the movie he stops he thwarts this like terrorist uh, attack against a grocery store with these three white antagonists that are holding up the, the grocery this, store? Was this
1: Oscar Isaac? No, it was not. Okay, because that's who we were talking about. Well, yeah, but I'm diverging here. You see yeah. how that works? <laughs> no, I know. We diverge a lot.
0: That is hilarious. <laughs> that that scene, <laughs> yep. it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. If you haven't watched Stone Cold with, with Brian Bosworth, yeah, that's a it's, that's a gym. that's 80s, a little gym.
1: It's 80s. Ridiculous. It's so dumb. <laughs> I haven't. I need to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's late 80s. Actually, I saw that movie. Funny enough, I saw that movie in training when I was in the army and I enjoyed that movie because we didn't get to have any fun in the army in training. And that was one night where we actually got to go to the movies and have some fun. And it was a horrible movie. But oh, my gosh, it was so much fun to go
2: beat in. the beat the alternative, right? Yeah, it did. It yeah. did.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So back to Moon Knight as we get back on the highway of the podcast. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's well acted, um, but also the story is dense and different than I think we've seen out of a comic book story before, which it, I really it's, like.
1: It's comedic with very dark moments.
0: Exactly. It really is. It's,
1: and as, as you progress through the arc of the, uh, the narrative, um, you realize, oh, man, that this character has some major issues oh yeah you know and you know the the things that you see that he's going through over the 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 first five episodes um they all come from a special point right in in his his background yeah and uh, you know it was it's difficult almost to watch at the end well did you guys and, and um did you guys pick up on who
0: killed his little brother
2: no. I, I, I love the this. insinuation.
1: I have a little Easter egg that you guys don't know about. I love it. Right, so so when, I, when I was watching, yeah, I saw his feet go under. Yeah. Right? It was in water. Yeah. I wasn't sure if he was being pulled by something. So I don't know if it was Konshu himself.
0: Well, it, it, I think it is supposed to be Konshu. And, and, and let me just say, I don't know this for sure. This is my guess. Sure. And the reason I say that is because um, you see in the dirt the little Konshu doll. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You do. And I'm like, "Oh, was like, what's going on here?" I saw that. I, I was And I was so, surprised. uh the the implication of this is that Kanchu actually created the pain uh that um drove Mark to be his his, his um proxy, his, his human proxy,
2: his which av- is
0: avatar. And entr- his avatar. Right, right. That thanks, Chris. Yeah, his avatar, which I think is interesting because um that makes Konshu the bad guy in this. Yeah. He, he he's the the big bad it, it seems.
1: Not I mean, well, I mean, t- to be fair, they're they're all fairly pretty bad. Right? The I mean, the Egyptian when, gods. When you talk about Amit, when you talk about Konshu, yes. you yeah. know, the, the the differences between them, one kills based on potential activities, right? The other one kills based on performed activities. Right. So they're they're still both killing and they're they're still manipulating the avatar. You know, the, the that seems to be the theme of the Egyptian Ma- gods. manipulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. yeah. But I mean, we see that in the pyramid scene where you see all their avatars kind of show up for all the different gods, right. and then right. the gods kind of inhabit their bodies. And,
1: and the only one that I'm that I'm I don't think is necessarily the the um, manipulating type type is Tarrare. Right at the very end, Tiberette, the the hippo. Guy. Oh, the hippo! Yeah, 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 hippo. yeah! That was incredible. Love to see. that. Love the. Tarot. I love
0: that uh, graphics. I love the graphics yeah, they did no, for was, for her. She, was, she awesome. was awesome. Yeah, she's a great character. Uh, that's that's episode four. Episode four is a pivotal episode um, because you finally figure out what the hell the show's about. Uh, for a long time, we knew all these things were happening. We didn't know why.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, finally, in 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 episode four, we find out not only why. But what the trauma is that has led Mark and Stephen to split their personalities, mm-hmm. and and really what it is is that Stephen is the new personality. Yeah, Mark is the original, and Mark has created Stephen.
1: Well, this is the latest one. Five. The latest one. I'm
0: sorry. Five. five. Yes, not four. four five. Yeah. Thank you, Ed. Uh, the, the 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 Mark has created Stephen to deal with. All of the, the trauma and, and pain trauma of losing his little brother the mm-hmm. way that he did. And not only that, but his mother's reaction to it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's
1: really pivotal. That, that was just so dark. And you know, it really it really pulled. Yeah, me off. too. Me that, too. That that scene the, the emotional loincloth. Yeah,
2: the scene where she's at the table. Yes. And everything. And and you know, and then sends him obviously running with her words. Man, that really that really stung. I I won't get too personal, but you know, we all have our moments yeah. as parents, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. You, have, you know, I, I I look back and I'm like, there are times, you know, that I could have done better as as a parent, right? All you have us. certain moments that you you can replay and say, I should have handled something different. Yeah. And we literally had a moment at the house recently with my oldest son, where you know we had a little bit of um a, a little bit of a warring of words. A little he's, dust he's up. A, you know, he's a teenager. So yeah. 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 Um, but you know, I I saw this and obviously, you know. I don't hit things at that scale, but I saw that scene, and that scene actually made me go, "Wow! You want to make I you feel really a little bit better to, about that? I need really need to scale this back because <laughs> I, I think you know, look, wor- you know, your words as a parent they matter, have con- they matter, and they have yeah. consequences. Absolutely. And you know, I, I, yes, I allow myself to be human, but I think the the trick is like, wow, that that scene just for me hit really hard. You know, just that's interesting. Made me really think that. as a parent, like, ho- holy crap, I've got to scale the sum of this back. Uh, you know, and again,
1: I don't go to that level. But yeah. Still, yeah. Uh, I I I thought that Stephen was his brother, and and somehow he. Oh, uh, you Steve. thought they were twins. Yeah, I thought they were twins. Oh, okay. You know, and I, when she said "Roro," I'm like, wait a minute, that's not Steven. Yeah. Until he went to his room and he looked at Stephen Grant right, poster, right. right, and I was like, oh he's got dissociative identity disorder. Yes, just, yes, How did it manifest? Yeah. And we immediately go into right. seeing how, how, it does. how it manifests. Yeah. Yep. Well,
0: I'll tell you, um, that scene with his mom at the table hit me in a different way. Um, I definitely have my moments as a parent as well, and so I completely appreciate what you're saying there, Chris. But my mom was a real terror. Uh, she was very much like this lady, except about 20 times worse. And that hit home to me. Because my mom could be really, really tough and pointed at times, especially when I was a young guy. And, um, yeah, that, that that I definitely felt for Mark at that moment. Absolutely. Because I've been yeah. there. You know what I mean? I've been there. That sucks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, um, so going into episode five, I don't know how you guys felt. My feelings were I, I like this show. I dig it. Let's see where it goes. But it wasn't... I mean, it wasn't like the thing I had. I was hanging every moment on to watch and had to see. And, it, you know, it, it, the moment it came out, I had to, to stream it
2: um, until this episode. And then I was like,
0: oh, gosh, this is great. I see what they're doing now. Okay. That about, cool.
2: that's that about. I would have to ditto that a yeah. hundred times. Because yeah. I, I enjoyed the show for what it was. Absolutely, But I think with this episode was the first one that made me actually sit down and, you know, put the phone down while I'm watching it yeah, and just give it 100% of my attention because this one really kind of did culminate with like, okay, here's a lot of these loose threads building up the Steven and Mark uh, paradigm. And now right. we're actually getting a little, you know, and I mean they leave you on that weird cliffhanger in four, you know, where they op- they're they in the asylum and the hippo shows after up. he's shot. And then they, yeah, they open the door and there's the hippo.
0: Let's talk about the asylum know? for a sec because I loved, that's episode four where, they show, where he shows up in the asylum. And there's all the people around him that have made up the story so far. So,
1: so just one point. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Ed. We haven't talked about Ethan Hawke. Oh, let's and get... Yeah, we will get to it. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And Harrow. Yeah. Initially, I was like, what? Oh, Ethan uh-huh. Hawk? Uh-huh. You know, Dead Poets Society. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, training yeah. Training Ethan Hawke, you know. Uh, he's done an incredible job. Well, he's an
0: incredible actor. He is. and, and, and he is. And, there, and you did mention a couple of his movies that really highlight that. Um. Um. What is it? Uh, something in Paris, A Night in Paris, or something. There's one of those films. It was an independent film that he did years ago. He did a uh, a sequel oh. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in the last couple of years, Sun,
1: Sunset. Uh, something.
0: I can't remember. This it's was
1: a... this was back in 1995. Yes, yes. When he was a big, like yeah. he was a big deal like at that real, time. Real genius had come out. Yes. This... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, real genius was in 80s. That was an 80s no, one. No. Re- no. 85. No. Real Genius did not come, I mean, sorry, I'm sorry, not Real Genius, yeah. Reality Bites. I was mm-hmm. supposed to say, I'm about to re- fight with
2: you here because yes, it did.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, re- Save
2: that for the Patreon. Re- right?
1: Uh, yeah. re- reality <laughs> Bites. Reality Bites. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get yeah, you yeah so that was 95. Yes, that was. 94, yes, yes, 95, somewhere yeah. around there, right? Yeah. And um, when when he came out with this new Europe movie, right, in 95. Right. Um, I was about to go to, to, to Europe on a oh, right. seven, eight week backpacking trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Track. So everything that they showed in that movie, I was like, oh, I'm going to go there, I'm going to go there. And when I did, I was like always referencing the movie. Oh, movies. that's cool. But that's no, cool. no, no. The, the the chops on this guy are, are really impressive. He's an amazing actor. He, he's done a really good um, job portraying the avatar for Amit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, I, and and when he switched over to the, the counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist, yeah. mm-hmm. therapist, whatever... You know, th- this was a different side of him. You know, just like the, the roles Oscar had to play for yep. Stephen and Mark, yep. he was able to context switch. You know, He was, yeah. And, yeah. and it was, this was just very impressive. It was. It and, was and the way he good. dealt with each of those identities, mm. you know, it was almost like he was playing them. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And, and
0: uh, for listeners on what we're talking about, if you haven't seen the episode, is um, so Mark has a, uh, a moment where he gets shot uh, in the pyramid, and he wakes up in an insane asylum, in a in a sanitarium, um, and there's all the crazies around him. And the crazies are people that we've already seen in the story. His his wife, um, the the head doctor uh, um, leading his therapy is Ethan Hawke's character, uh, who, like I is saying, is playing a very different role. He's playing the role of a A conscientious uh, uh, psychiatrist that is trying to help Mm -hmm. uh, Mark with his um, what he is is what we now understand to Mark is is delusions uh, in in the in the the sanitarium scene, Mm -hmm. Uh, or or so that's what we think. Um, But then we then we come later to find out in this latest episode that that there's a, a point to all of it. There's a reason for all of it. Um, what, Chris, to you, what was that point? What was the reason he's in the sanitarium? Because I think this, this is key to the whole series, honestly, these scenes. And I, and I, first off, when they showed up, it was really, uh, out of nowhere. And I, I I didn't know it was a surprise. Uh, then they get into it, and it's a happy surprise because it s- adds so much to the story and the, the context of the character.
2: And, and, and Chris, talk, when, you're, when you're coming, well, you're no, 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 you, you guys keep talking, you know, talk about it. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, I, I took, when I was watching, you know, the first thing when I thought about the, the, the when, they, when he wakes up in the, the, the asylum, Yeah. Um, not to directly answer your question, but, the, you know, when we see him watching that VHS tape, Right. Thing. And I and sorry, when you're talking about this, I literally started to think like I, I wanted to touch on the attention to detail on things like that, because the the again totally unrelated to your question, but yeah. the VHS tape, you know, with Stephen Grant's the the archaeologist, right, and uh, and right. then the, the little aide or whatever the guy the guide that's with him on the little uh, thing, but they're showing it in four three format. Yep, the thing looks like it was made on the. um the old tapes that we used in TV in the '90s, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. to to actually do film, L- yeah, and it literally looked like something that would have aired like on the UPN, right. you know, on, a, on right. a Saturday night. The the level of detailed cheesiness to the whole thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. know you first see that, and that's the first thing, if I remember right, that you actually see in the episode was, you know, was that. Now to answer your question, I don't know. I d- I didn't really have a particular moment where I went like, wow. Other than when he first actually, you know, when Mark and uh and Stephen finally actually meet in person. You know when he hears him.
0: Oh, in the sanatorium, yeah. and there's two, yeah. two, two of them.
2: Yep. Like they're two personalities. Yeah, separate. they actually are
1: finally able to. Yeah, meet yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's when it yeah. kind of turned for you. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Interesting. interesting. And you, and you Ed. Yeah. So when they when they enter the the psych ward. Yeah. Right. I, I'm thinking. Okay. He's he's either in a place of transition. Right. Um. Or something needs to happen, and this is going to get us there. Right. And I think it's answered in season five, right, when they meet Tarahat. Yep. And he, she goes out there and tries to balance. Mm-hmm. And she says, okay, well, you haven't reached a point of balance, so you need to go back in there and figure it out. I love the way they handle that character in that way. She's not evil. No. She
0: doesn't mean any ill will, and she's actually trying to help Mark.
1: Well, t- Tarahat, the the, guy, the the Egyptian god, yeah. she was... She was a god of um for of children and women, right? And, and, right. And the, she transcended into the the motherly god. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. <clears throat> and, and 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 then she also transitioned into the person that transitioned people, right to to the next life. Yeah. 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 Moving, yeah. Moving through Osiris. Right, right.
0: Right. 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 Which was very interesting as well.
1: I love the boat scene too. Oh, the oh, boat yeah, scene was right. great. Yeah, know, it was, yeah. It was yeah. funny we were watching the boat scene, and she explained the duat. Yes. The, the 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 souls coming in yes. to take the people that haven't been balanced. It took me to Wow. World yeah. World of Warcraft. And yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's a couple of planes out there, especially where, That's you know, right. Where where you have to walk through because there are so many undead and there are so many things and, and it's really They'll scary and it's, <laughs> Yeah, but but it reminded me of Wow. That's but, cool. But going back to the the whys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you know, it, we we see the um the the sessions that Harrows Going through with Mark and, and Stephen, mm-hmm. right? And, and I'm not sure why he's doing it, but like there there are a couple of profound scenes at the end where he's asking them the questions. You have to go confront Stephen. Yep. I'm like, wow, why are you telling him that? Yeah. That's you know, if, if you are the evil, you know, personification of hero in his mind, right? You know, why why is it happening? But but it's profound because he does need to in order to transition. Right? He's
0: and got to figure out this the split in his personality. He's yep. got
1: to, why is the He knows why he's there. He knows why the split happened. He he intentionally said I created you. He knows split. what led to the so, split. Right, 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 right. You know, and, and the the very end of of it when he loses Stephen. Yeah. Right? When Stephen moves into the Duat. Yeah, he he gets Stephen gets pushed off the boat. He gets he gets mm-hmm. thrown off the boat. Right. Um, Which is
0: bad in this context. You don't want to be pushed off the boat. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: You, you get absorbed into the duot. Yep. He turned into. I wasn't sure if he turned into an undead or if he turned into stone or, or whatever. I, I thought it'd be like a
0: sand a, or yeah, whatever that so sand was. Yeah. Undead yeah. sand thing. Some, yeah, something, something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, while, while Mark is on his way to the gates, mm-hmm. right. right, and he, he finally does get to the reeds, and you know, supposedly he was a, he was going to go back and and into his, save. He was going to get moved back into his physical form. Right. Oh! Oh! Right! 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 And uh, Layla was going to help him get Kanshu, to to bring the right. suit because this right. has those, those healing the healing, healing abilities. Healing yeah! Yeah! So yeah. yeah, so when he finally loses Stephen, everything balances. Yeah! Yeah! So you know, for me, I it was it was this big, you know, like aha! Right. I, I knew something had to Right! Yeah. Right! I, I, I knew we were going somewhere, and I knew that he had to go through all these steps. I didn't expect the loss of Steven. I didn't
2: either. I didn't either. I'm, didn't either. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking
1: we're still going to get him back because Maybe. this is this is still a mental construct mm-hmm. in his face or in his head. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> in his face. I, I'm in, yeah, in his face. Um, I'm still curious about the cab driver. Definitely. Right? So Definitely. They, but I think there's still a third. What, what about the cab driver You, well, you I'm, know, I'm curious I'm about? I'm curious about who this, this is. I mean, if he's got disassoci- disassociative identity disorder. Yep. He's probably got more than one identities. Well, we, we right. and, know and he has at least one other, and we have witnessed that we haven't in seen in their driving scenes, right, mm-hmm. right, and and a couple of times in fighting scenes where where Mark and and Stephen were going to was that you, yeah, was that you, okay, yep. no, it's, it was not, right, totally. right. So you know when when we introduced to that, I'm like, okay, who's this guy? Yeah, we've been introduced to Stephen. We know his story. And how did he come about?
2: Yeah, yeah, how did he come yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think here. the other the other thing along that line. So uh, yeah, I didn't expect. Stephen to uh, quote perish in this. In fact, I actually thought that we would see the like redemption uh, or uniting a little bit more when Stephen realized like, hey, if I'm him and he's me, then I can do all the stuff he can do. Right. And then he starts like you know really just whooping up on those sand zombie things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, really, um, I, I I was really curious too. I didn't expect the loss of it to all. I, they kept pointing out there's still an imbalance. You know, the scales weren't balanced.
1: And then we're he, get, he falls we're getting over. closer yeah, we're getting closer <laughs> there there are these Deltas yeah. and we're getting closer yeah,
0: yeah so they, so uh for the viewer or listeners um there are so they Stephen and Mark have to go back into the asylum which is somehow on this ship that they're on and they and level the scales and what we're talking about if you haven't seen the show is they're literally scales um this, this is a common practice in uh, Egyptian Lifestyle, uh, which is your your soul gets weighed on these scales, whether it was good or bad. Yeah, it gets measured. It measured, it's, yeah, yeah. And so, based on that
1: measurement, that's where you end up in the afterlife. As a matter uh, of fact, Heroes does it at the beginning, and he's that's right. We need to. Me- we need- this is my scale. Let's measure your and he couldn't with uh, St- Stephen.
0: He, yeah. Because for the said, same reason, the, the scales were the like same, they were going back and forth, and they were unbalanced or what have yeah. you. So he didn't. He he couldn't make it, ju- and he couldn't use his power to take Stephen's life. That's right. Because uh, yeah. he because he can drain people after he's judged them uh, not good, basically, or or to his mind or his power not good, whatever that means. Um, and and you see a scene where he takes the life of a little old lady, and you're like, whoa, what's going on there? He just sucks the life right out of her. So um yeah he couldn't he couldn't do that to to the moon night which was very interesting i i'm so completely delighted by this show it is uh, i wish it was as good as it is now in the first episode i guess but you got to tell a story so i appreciate that um i also am going to appreciate it even more Disney. i hope you're listening if you don't do another uh, season this needs to be what it is and i'm okay with that i think it's cool
1: i I think the intent is not to do another season. Yeah,
0: but you throw money at something and Disney (coughs) licks its chops and, you know, goes crazy. Um, Mighty Ducks for you know. I, so um,
1: I I really wouldn't mind one more season
0: if it, if the writing and the story is as good as
1: this season. Yeah, I don't mind it either. If yeah. they Picard it, yeah, I'm gonna have a real problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to turn away from the mic. My my laugh was so loud. That's good. That's good.
2: Um, yeah, I I think along those lines, Dunk. The other thing is I I really like not just this being a standalone story. Yeah. I don't I don't want or need this to be in the MCU. I don't. It, well, it, it is in it the MCU. but I, I, It doesn't yeah, have to be an integral part. That's of the MCU. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I, I don't you. need this plugged into. I don't need Moon Knight teaming with the Avengers on whatever Such the a next good point is. I, I yeah. think. I think the the mythos and everything of this hero and what they've established, I think, are perfect for a scale that's just on its own, where it does its own thing. This goes uh, to a
0: larger point, and it's happening all the time in our pop culture uh, entertainment. Um, and that is that, one, our, our properties, because Hollywood is not making anything new anymore, our properties have gotten to the age where they have taken a life of their own. And a lot of the new stuff that gets created ends up being fan service. It does. And I got to tell you, I'm a little over that.
2: And the other, I think the other thing, and, and we talked briefly about this on the Star Wars, on the original yep. trilogy episode, too. Yep. But... You know, like Star, just like Star Wars wasn't really written with us with sequels in mind. I think too many things today. And look, the MCU is what it is. And it's, and the fact that it united things, we kind of expect their movies to be part of an overall bigger narrative. I don't mind that. I but, like that. Well, no, I and that's what I'm saying. Because i don't that's mind like the that. comic books. But I but when you have a unique story, I like a unique story that has a good conclusion. Yeah. It's not built to say, Well, we're building this as part of some a great, a bigger trilogy or Right. You know, whatever. This the stories ultimately have to stand on their own first. Right. And I think that's one thing that I really hope with Moon Knight they got a lot to wrap up in this last episode. We have one more episode as of the time we're recording this. Yeah, that's right, and there's a lot to wrap up in it, but my hope is that they are able to tie those those threads together. Well, the nice thing about Yeah, I agree bookend, with you. bookend it correctly. Let's I set agree it up with you for 100%. You know,
0: and the nice thing about streaming is um, there's no there's no time to meet. So they can make the episodes yeah. as long or short as they want, which is a good thing in my opinion. I agree. Cuz some of the episodes have been Thirty nine minutes. Some of them have been over an hour. Yeah, uh, you know, just to tell the story in that bite that they want to tell it, which I, which I appreciate about streaming, um, was, uh, very much. So, so um, last thoughts on Moon Knight.
2: I'm looking forward to the last episode. Me too. I really want to see where they're going to go, and they have their work cut out for them to tie things up. Do, do, yeah, you, they do. Do we
1: know if this is going to be a longer episode, or is it going to be? I time? would uh,
0: assume that this okay. would be a, the probably the longest episode. Yeah, I think yeah, so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would think. Um, they haven't. Release much on the last episode obviously yet. Um, so we'll see this week, Wednesday. Yeah, uh, th- we'll, I mean we'll this is definitely
1: out. a limited series. Right? Yes, think, yeah it six, is a limited six series. Six episodes. Yeah. Um, wh- where in the Marvel Universe does it sit?
0: That's interesting Cause, uh, cause this is in the MCU season.
1: or Yeah, in the, in the MCU. Uh, it, well, Cause, okay. Because this is this comes after it's, Hawkeye. It's Yeah, it's post-Blink. This is, blink. This is, this is yeah. post-Blink. Yep. Because um, I, I think even in his passport it shows 2018. That's it's right. That's right. Um, so we know it happened after the summer snap. Yes. Right. So, um, and I believe there have been a couple of instances where we see that it's 2004-ish, 2005-ish. Right. So we this is definitely after Hawkeye. Um, and I was curious if the Eternals were referencing Moon Knight at the end of their their trailer. The who? They're, the Eternals. <laughs> who? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just who trying to... Yeah, yeah no, no, trying, no, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with
0: you. Yeah, no, they were uh, referencing... Ah, uh, Black
1: Knight. Black Knight. Yes. Yes. Okay. The, and this is the reference to Merlin and the right, okay, right. Okay. And
0: that's a new character that's coming soon. So
1: uh, I'm wondering what the transition then is. Like, what, what, what is Moon Knight? Well, it's fun. it's interesting transition.
0: that you bring this question because I actually saw an interview with Paul Figi this week, and his um his explanation was everything when the DC, uh, the MCU universe was happening in New York and we wanted to show people that there was actually a whole world out there in the MCU and it doesn't all happen in New York and that's why Moon Knight is so great is because while all those other things were happening, um, Moon Knight, it, okay. it, it, those characters are doing their own thing. They're having their own journey away from that main storyline, which I think has been, what is this, Phase 4? What, what, are we, what yeah, MCU? Yeah, we're, we're in Phase in four. 4. So I think that's what, Phase four is kind of bit about, which is those other characters that Marvel has that are just as great as the, you know, the Avengers, Iron Man and Thor and Captain yeah. America, yeah. Mm-hmm. but are a little less known. Yeah, uh, but still great. Uh, I, I collected Moon Knight when I was a kid. Love Moon Knight. Um, he, he was a little different character in the books, uh, but not really. I mean, it was same, same difference. Still had Steven, still had Mark, um, still had konshu and the, the, I think the thing that I really dug about Moon Knight, especially when I was collecting it in my teens, was how deep the stories were. The stories were really, really good. That's what people don't understand about comic books. And especially, I, I don't know about comic books today too much, but comic books in the, in the late 80s and early 90s were going through a bit of a renaissance after Frank Miller's uh, Return of the Dark Knight. And they were gaining in popularity. And um, so... We had a lot of really thoughtful, really amazing stories being written at the time um, that uh, were, in all honesty, my little secret from my family and friends. Uh, Not the friends that read comic books because they weren't on the secret. But the secret was I'm getting all of this great literature and these great stories in a funny book,
2: in a comic book. You also really hit at that time the... um Everything running basically at, like at peak with Chris Claremont, X-Men. Yeah. I mean, you had a good 12 or 13 years where that dude was writing... I mean, he was writing Uncanny X-Men. Right. I mean, it really, and, they, and during that, you saw that's when Cable, X-Force came out, uh, the new mutants turned into X-Force. Well, you, you saw, know, unfortunately,
0: those were Rob yeah. Well, But, but yes, right, but, it was the but, same era.
2: But Cable actually was... Established as Jean Grey and Cyclops' son, That's way right. back in the early Claremont That's years. That's right. That's right. That's uh, right. When they, yeah, there was a, a time travel story there where, right. where, where he's was a, baby a baby at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and anyway, so you had that. You, you had the Phoenix Saga. You had all these things in the comics, it worked the Clare like h- how much Chris Claremont put on on yeah. comic. Stuff, so you had that, you had Venom, and you had all the, uh, the the culmination of Venom, which came we've talked about before from Secret Wars. Chris Claremont is uh,
0: so, who we're talking about is a comic book writer for Marvel during the,
2: the 80s and, and the early 90s.
0: Uh, Chris Claremont was a vision and a force. He, he, like as Chris said, he's he wrote a lot of the mutant uh, storylines that were going on at the time. Uh, but he, I also found he, he did uh, a couple of crossover uh, storylines. That, that lost their way. <laughs> and, and, hey, you can't hit, you, you, you strike out every hey, once listen, in a while, right? And as, much, and as prolific as he was at the time, I totally get it. Uh, but to your point, he was one of the yeah. best at Marvel at the time. And, yeah. and a lot of the stories that we see now, with the exception of the Dark Phoenix saga that they did, that turd that they did a couple <laughs> years ago, um, that was uh, so poorly executed. But the, the original story... Go find that yeah, graphic novel. The story novel. is fantastic. The original yeah. story is just
2: awesome. I'm just convinced that's not something they can translate to the screen, period. They've tried it twice now. It just doesn't it work. It doesn't
0: work, yeah. Well, and and I, the thing that they keep getting wrong, in my opinion, is the Hellfire Club. They don't yeah. get the Hellfire Club right, Um, we, which I always thought was interesting.
2: Uh, yeah. We'll have to talk X-Men. We do. We, yeah, I didn't want to email us No, 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 much, you did. Yeah. You did just a little but bit. Yeah, that's okay. Just agreeing, <laughs> good, just agreeing with your point of like, yeah, yeah during just, that time, it was Pete. <clears throat> just to point
1: yeah. out... I think two days ago, uh, Neil Adams passed away.
2: I
0: saw that. For those of you that don't know, Neil Adams was a uh, prolific comic book artist. Um, DC
3: and and Marvel. DC and Marvel, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: He worked for both. Uh, He is responsible for some amazing work uh, on the DC side and uh, on the Marvel side. Um and a real loss in my opinion yeah. I really loved Neil Adams' stories and, and his artwork
1: they were they were excellent. He I, did well, I, don't, I don't think he was writing recently, right but, no, 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 he, he was a huge influence on he, him. he had retired yeah, 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 yeah but but he had a really big influence on Batman
0: that and, was the thing. Neil Adams Batman excellent. oh my gosh yeah.
2: the, Neil I Adams a, Batman uh, yeah. was just I used to have a, a thing where it was a graphic novel and it was a kind of a um a I am trying to think of the word but it's a, basically it was a graphic novel that was a huge assembly of a bunch of Batman versus Joker. Oh cool like that a directly story influenced collection. and in a way he was writing or drawing Batman as the dark knight long before Frank Miller in a way that, well, that Frank was, Miller kind of introduced the, the, the Dark Knight the way we think of him today. You know, he's in the black. He, he took but, to the next level, yeah. But yeah, a, lot yeah. Of, a lot of the Adams artwork still was like, even though Batman was gray and blue at the time, he still actually had a very dark aesthetic to him. He, okay, so that let's that, talk about this yeah. for a second because
0: it's actually very interesting. And I, and I actually just saw something on this. So what Chris is talking about at the time, so this is late 70s, early 80s. Mm-hmm. What we knew of Batman was Adam West, and it was campy and and very colorful and bright and lovely. I love the Adam West Batman for what it is. It's a different take. It's a very different take. It is a take of the Silver Age comics of Batman, where he was, um, after the comic book's authority code came out, he was taken down a notch. He was uh, less going after serial killers and, and mobsters and bad guys and more going after... Um, funny, colorful rogues gallery yeah. of, of characters. Um, what Chris is talking about is when Denny O'Neill, who was the editor and the writer of Batman, and Neil Adams, who was the artist, brought Batman into the the modern age, which is exactly what they did. They um, they brought Batman back to his Bill Finger, uh, Bob Kane roots, um, and, and made him a dark character again. The way Neil Adams... Drew Batman is Batman as we know it today. The, a lot of it
2: was the, the facial expressions yes. that he would draw yes. Batman having as he's fighting. His cow is one yeah, of the best out there. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you, could, you could argue, you know, he added he put the tall ears back. Yep, yep. And he you could argue that, he, again, up. even yep. though Batman was in the gray and the light, you know, the blue cowl. And, and the yellow, yep, and the, yep. and the ge-
1: He somehow and made he, him. It wasn't only Batman, though. Right, he wasn't. He, he, yeah, he really affected the the narrative of the Batman.
0: Are you no? Story. They modernized Batman. Well, they sure,
1: completely sure. affected I'm not about the Batman. The, I'm talking about even his enemies. When yeah, the when you, oh, when you
0: yeah. look at the Joker, yeah. When you look oh, at the at Joker, Ra perfect example, yeah. Ed. The I mean, Joker you just mentioned. Yeah. The Joker was a silly prankster yeah. up until Denny O'Neill yeah. and Neil Adams got that character. He was he then he became the homicidal I, I, yeah, man. I would yeah,
2: yeah I would argue much that Frank Miller's Dark Knight probably wouldn't exist in the, the way it There's came no way out without him. There's no way. To your point, Ed, the Joker would not be what we think of today without The Joker would not be the yeah. character that he is today. Yeah.
0: The Joker is beloved by little weirdos all over the land. <laughs> and um, the reason. These is... incels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the reason is because of Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams, yeah. the, the, what they did with that character. is yeah. really, we, we had a big loss. Other than um, um, Kirby, Neil Adams has affected me the most. Look, Neil Adams was the artist that I started collecting Batman with. Uh, I remember going to a friend of mine's house. His name was uh, Chris. And Chris was probably one of the nerdiest kids in our class. This kid, we were in uh, middle school, and he brought a briefcase to class, and uh, and and he was just relentlessly tortured. But somehow he became my friend. I did, uh, I did the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and did you get tortured in class? I got. Well, this was in high school. Oh, but that's even worse. Probably worse,
0: right? <laughs> well, this was in middle school, uh, um, in the eighties, and and Chris was. Uh, he was a nerd to the max, but he was a lovely human being and he got me into comic books. He was a huge comic book fan. And I remember the first time I went to his house, it all sunk into place. His parents were older. He was a surprise kid. And his parents had him when he was they were in their 50s. So his parents were in their 60s by the time we were in our teens and they were like ancient compared to my parents who were, you know, in their early 30s. And, and it just... You know, and everything just kind of came into place like a Tetris puzzle. Chris was uh, a lonely only child. He, comic books was his thing, and he loved comic books. And he got me into comic books. And I remember he had a poster on his wall, and that poster was of the Justice League. And the one thing I noticed, and I had not, I was not collecting comic books at the time. Uh, they were, I mean, I knew what comics were, but I just wasn't collecting. But I remember going. Hey, Chris, why is Batman got a – why is he so pissed off? Because uh, he had this look on his face. And Chris laughed at me. He goes, oh, yeah, Batman's pissed off all the time. That's a dark character. I had no idea because all I knew was Adam West and the 60s show mm-hmm. and the pow, zap, bang. And so that got me to think, uh, in my little tortured emo teenage mind, <laughs> Batman's dark. I must read this. Well, and I think.
1: I think they also tried to change the narrative back to a happier Batman in the an- animated series for the Justice League. You know, when him and Robin were going around. You know, Super Friends. The Super Friends. Oh,
2: even with
0: Scooby Doo. Yes, yes, I thought you were talking about the Batman the anime series of the nineties. No, 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 like, no, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. We're talking about the eighties. Super Friends. Yeah, Super uh, Friends. actually, those were the seventies. Uh, okay. so, <laughs> yeah, No, I know, I know, because yeah. they were in rerun. But when we were when we were younger. But uh, you know
1: yeah, I probably watched them in the seventies. Yeah,
0: I probably did too. The Super Friends were the seventies. That was where they had the not the Wonder Twins, but the Marvin and Wendy and the little. Uh, oh, and then the, 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 monkey, dog, the, the monkey. The monkey. The monkey, the monkey. Right. yeah. And um, then after that, they had a, a series in the 80s that had the Wonder Twins. Right. Still very much the same. Again, all of this is tied to the comic book's Code Authority, which right. came out after this this book that was written um, in the 50s. Uh, 50s or 60s, I can't remember exactly when. But um, it was a book by psychiatrists. psychiatrist that was – uh, uh d- like the 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 D and D uh panic uh, of the eighties. It was comic books are warping our, our young tender little minds and causing all of this trauma and grief and it's a bunch of BS. But just, just like music, yeah, I like everything just in just the eighties. Like, it was all gonna kill us, you know. It was like, all horrible just like gaming. for us. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. We were always trying, always trying to protect the children. So, um, yeah, that. All of that was a reaction to that legislation that brought that comic code authority out. You literally had to get your comic um, reviewed and and it had to be signed off by the authority. Um, So so it really limited what you could could and could not show in comic books. Up until this point, basically they're a fair game. I think uh, a a big problem that, that the author had with comic books was a lot of the horror comic books and the true crime comic books of the time, those were very popular genres. Um, less about heroes, more about horror stories and mm-hmm. and uh, murders and so on and so forth, detectives. So that's a, that's a very interesting swap in the industry that that led to all of this campy kind of
2: bubblegum uh, comic books. Yeah, stuff. and if, if I remember right, to ha- you had to have that seal to be sold at like bookstores. That's right. Ra- like rats right. at the grocery store and all that. And if you didn't have that Comic Code Authority sl- stamp on the front, then they wouldn't put your books they, in your yeah, store. You basically had to; you could only be sold at like a specialty indie, which yeah shops. was not a lucrative, you know, avenue at that time. I can so. remember
0: we had one in Amarillo when I was growing up, one indie shop. It was downtown, which might as well have been 200 miles away from me as a young yeah. young man. And um, I got to go on the weekends with Chris. Funny enough, because his parents would take us anywhere. Um, and uh, I think Chris's parents were just. Apologizing for being so old throughout his whole life, but because uh, that, that kid got everything he wanted, but uh, yeah, you, you had that was where I got all of my independent books. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I had the first you know series of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in black and white, uh, the, the uh, original paper, mm-hmm. uh, independent titles, got those from that store. I mean, that, that was where we went for all of our hardcore, um, uh, uh, comic book stuff, but yeah, um, big loss. Neil Adams was a, a Amazing and and prolific comic artist. You know, one of the characters that came out of that run uh, with him and Denny O'Neill was the KG Beast. Do you guys remember the KG Beast?
2: remember the name.
0: Yeah, KG Beast was a great Cold War bad guy. He was basically this super soldier that the Russians had sent out to uh, cause havoc in America and assassinate political leaders. Uh, And Batman had to figure out who he was and figure out how he was doing it. And the KG Beast, the story that, uh, they wrote and illustrated was really cool and really clever. I can remember one of the assassinations the kgb beast is KG beast did was, um, there was a Senator or a uh, political figure of some sort. I can't remember exactly. Who it was a Senator or something like that. And he's driving his motorcycle back to Gotham and the KGBs beast puts a monofilament wire between two, um, phone poles and cuts his head off. And you just see his head in the, in the, 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 um, the uh, motorcycle helmet fly off in the panel. It was great. Oh, wow. As a young kid, I was like, oh, that's so cool. But uh, KG Beast was this, uh, this, this kind of equal to Batman that, that was very Cold War, very 80s uh, uh, villain, but great. And I actually saw that they animated KG Beast uh, for one of the um, WB movies of uh, Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad animated film. KGB gets his head uh, blown off by Amanda Waller in the first uh, couple scenes. Oh, that's Wait, funny. Yeah, Which yeah, yeah. This? this was uh, the Assault on Arkham, the first uh, Suicide Squad animated film. Okay. So so WB animation, DC animation, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Better than anything Marvel's put out up to this point. I haven't seen any of them. Oh, it's they're so good, Ed. Any of those old Batman movies? Um, yeah, uh, uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Um, it has been animated. That was an amazing graphic novel, uh, uh that puts Batman back in uh, the Industrial Revolution uh, era, and he's chasing Jack the Ripper. He's, he's hunting nice. Jack the Ripper, and that's a great story. Uh, they animated that. They animated like the Long Halloween. That's a great animated. <laughs> one. There's been some that people have complained about. They did um uh the um uh, the uh, oh what what is ah oh, it's a Famous uh, story and, and um, The Killing Joke. So The Killing Joke was a graphic novel yeah. that was really blasted when it came out because it has some really dark depictions of Joker torturing uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon, shooting Barbara Gordon. That's where she loses the use of her legs and becomes a, a paraplegic. Um, and and um, it's just a dark story. That is, was not as well received in the animated version, although I thought it was just fine, but, but people, <laughs> people didn't like it. Um, uh, but that's, you know, WB animated stuff uh, for DC is yeah. we'll, we'll have awesome. To co- we'll have to cover that it's, sometime. It's, yeah,
2: yeah, it's, absolutely. Not related to Moon Knight. No, yeah, no, We'll no, definitely no, no. have yeah, to cover we'll, that. we we'll
0: definitely diverge, we'll, we'll get back on track here. But, um, Eddie,
1: fi- final thoughts on Moon Knight? Um, it's been a great run. I'm yeah. looking forward to the last... Um, well, I'm not looking forward to it because I wanted to end. Um, considering some of the crap that's out there, would um, you would
0: you read Watchmen?
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. That's how good the story is. This yeah. is one of those, this is one of those um, a limited series that I would definitely rewatch. Definitely. Yeah, I think I'm, there's enough depth there.
2: to it that it actually it absolutely warrants you're probably gonna pick up more stuff watching it the second time. I than agree. You on the first and, yeah, series. I agree. And I was
1: just thinking that there, there are probably some Easter eggs that we just didn't recognize that, that are ton. speaking yeah. to the MCU or is speaking is to universes, multiverses.
0: One of the only videos on YouTube that I enjoy about the the properties that I enjoy. Because I don't care for the uh, people guessing. I can't stand that. I don't care what you think is going to happen. I like where they do the the Easter eggs. I like the Easter egg videos where they point out the stuff that you might have missed. Some of it, most of it I get. Some of it, no, not so much. And there's a um, uh, a channel, I I think I mentioned it before, but Screen Crush does Easter egg videos. Um, And I like his just because his production value is great. He'll get about three quarters of the way through the Easter egg, and then he'll start talking about what he thinks is going to happen. Then I just turn it off. But up to that point, I really like—I <laughs> really like that stuff. So, um, all right. Well, uh, Moon Knight uh, is in the books, and um, we'll uh, take it from there and go on to our next segment. All right, let's talk about Picard, or as what.
1: What, Ed, did you say Picard? No, I didn't. that was... That was oh, it's Casilo. I'm sorry. I've got my, my host mixed up. And, and as that music indicated, the, there are spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoilies. Spoilies. But, but to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. It's okay if there's spoilers for Picard, because... <laughs> <laughs> you're probably not going to watch it anyway. You're, you're, you might not like what you're... Look, I love Star Trek. I just love the heck out of it. I really do. You know, I I, I loved the the movies, I I love the characterizations, I love everything that has come up until this point when we've seen, you know, some of the the more recent um, seasons or or, um, discoveries. You know, the the discovery um, seasons have have been lacking, um, and Picard has been lacking. Yeah, see, but Picard season two was lacking to begin with, I agree. And, and so I, I think my frustration is not necessarily with the acting, even though there, there are some issues with some of the acting, like Lancey, you know, um, but I, I'm more upset about the creative... Um, vision? Yeah, the, the creative vision, the, 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 create, the creative um, mechanism that goes into defining or creating some of these stories and this overall narrative? Well, this is interesting because I
0: um, actually stopped watching Picard Season 2. I was so upset with the first three episodes um, for a lot of the reasons Ed just stated. um, I stopped watching it and was pretty convinced I was not going to watch it again for season two because it was just so ham fisted and so um, trite and tread upon. But this goes to a greater problem with sci-fi and fantasy and pop culture entities right now. And it's one of the things I definitely want to talk about because it doesn't just affect Picard. I uh, would argue that it has affected a lot of the uh, major properties that are out there right now. In particular, the one that really affected me was um, the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Um, and, and let me explain what I mean. I believe that writers are paying too much attention to fan service. In other words, um, something will be re- original will be released, uh, a story, a plot line, something like that, All of the, uh, and I find it to be not not in all cases, but a lot of cases, I find to be younger people lose their minds, uh, talk about how you've ruined their childhoods or whatever, and (laughs) whine and cry and throw themselves (laughs) on the floor, and then these writers, so afraid to offend or lose viewership for anybody, pay the whiny babies fan
1: service. Well, to be let's let's when I agree with you. Yeah. I think in Star Trek's case, they're they're starting to listen to their fan base. You don't think that the first three episodes of Picard season on, two were hold, not fan service? One second, because I I think that they're they're trying to overcorrect. This is my point. This and is my point. Th- wh- yes. So so the, the the fan base aren't your millennials. They're not your you know your your younger generation. That's true. Your, your fan base are an older crowd. That's right. Right. And if you want to build your your fan base, you know, you know, for the for the younger audience, then yep. you really have to do better in terms of um, creating the story that that makes sense. And, and, and I think that, you know, they, they did a lot of polls. They, they, they got a lot of feedback from their, their fan base, <sighs> yeah. and, and, and their, their, their fan base said, you need to take us back. You need to take us back to what Star Trek was all about. Right. You need to go back to the way that you know the next generation and the early movies were, were bringing out that... that when does thing. that start? Well, I think... <laughs> I, no, honestly, I, I, I think and I'm hopeful yeah. that it starts with strange new worlds.
2: Uh, agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, I, yeah. I think the one thing you got to look at is the landscape, too. I, and I, I, I completely agree with you. I think the thing when you think back to, at least for me, the late 80s, early 90s, next generation... Next Generation did what it wanted to do. Now, the first season was a little rough, but by season two, it really started to find its footing. But it did what it wanted to do, and it was syndicated, right? The idea was make a, no- a number of these shows, and if you can get to, I, if I remember it, it, was like 80 or something shows. You can sell it to other channels to air for money. You get the kickback, you know, as the as the studio, you get the kickback. For an, an hour-long the- drama,
0: typically 80, right. 80 episodes. Yeah. For a for a sitcom, it's 100
2: episodes. Yeah, so you would be able to syndicate it, they did what they wanted to do, and, and it allowed it. And I think you had fantastic episodes that, that oftentimes didn't even have action. You know, they were set like the inner light, the one where oh, it blows the, yeah. the flute. Yeah, and lives that whole yeah. Light. Um, you know, one of one of the characters study up. It was very yeah. yeah. A lot Dar- of the Darmok, yeah, Darmok. I mean, it, Darmok. There was right. some action, but right. it was, it was yeah.
1: really about how do we communicate. Well, yes. and, uh, Another one, and for how me, other yeah. others might communicate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah
2: another yeah. one for me was where they where Worf has the spiritual crisis, goes on the retreat, and has the um, the equivalent of a. Uh, the Vision Quest, yeah, the, ca- the clone yes. of Kaelis that comes back, mm-hmm. and they devote a lot, or that's they right. de- yeah, they that's devote, good. devote. There's yeah. not a single bit of action in that that episode. It's all literally a with Klingons even, debate yeah. Yeah, of yeah, all yeah. things, right? But they, my point being, they did what they wanted to do on the as as a series, and then you look at now in this this era of streaming, it's all about they they're, they're trying to do two things. One is we've got to try and get a younger crowd, so everything has to be action oriented and we've got to do these big grand scale things which leads into number 2 because it's all on streaming we've got to keep people coming back and paying their monthly let me, let me ask you. so let's do these silly season long yeah.
1: stories that so i have
2: season long arcs yeah yeah yeah. So, yeah
1: so from what i've read at least about strange new worlds is that it's going back to it is
0: the the well i want no, i want to save this cuz i want to talk about strange new worlds in okay. news sure let's, de- let's de- definitely want to talk sure. about that in in the news segment Going back to Picard, though, and, and, and in particular this, this conversation about the fan service, what I see happening is we, we release something that's somewhat original. There's an uproar, maybe large, maybe small, but, it, but somebody sees it somewhere, so it, it's newsworthy or, or geek newsworthy. And then the writing rooms overcorrect, and we get a sloppy piece of doo-doo, like we did in the first three episodes of Picard. I have to eat my shoe a bit here because I really gave Picard a hard time and I stopped watching it. The guys convinced me um, yesterday to pick it back up again simply because we wanted to talk about it for the show, which I appreciate. I love this show and I, 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 even if I don't really care for the series, I definitely want to talk about it with these two guys. Have you seen all,
1: all of them? Are you
0: current? No, I'm not current.
1: I'm up to episode six. Okay, so three more have come out since three
0: then. more have come out since then because I did play catch up, right? And so I watched for hours last night, I watched Picard.
1: So so before I really see any spoils spoil Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you, yeah. What What was the season? What was that episode about? Uh,
0: Okay, so so let me talk about what turned me first. What turned me back into appreciating and enjoying Picard, and then we'll talk about where I'm at. Sure. Uh, What got me back was some of the plot lines that emerge out of this story, and in particular, the Borg Queen, which has been tread on and rehashed, and really, come on. We got a Borg queen embedded in a ship now, um, and she's going to help. She's going to be a part of the crew. I thought, that's so stupid. Um, But then I start watching these other episodes, and no, the Borg queen is not that at all. Yeah, she's plugged into the ship, and she's helping them, but she's got her own machination. She has her own designs. And the part where the blonde, what's her name in the series? Uh, Girati, Girati, Dr. Girati blows away the Borg Queen because she, the Borg Queen is killing a couple of fellas that have wandered onto the ship. We're back in time now. We're, we're back saving the whales in, in 2022. Mm-hmm. Is it 2022? 2024, 2024 I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back in time. We're saving the whales, and these two knuckleheads get on the ship that they traveled back in time to accidentally, and the Borg Queen starts assimilating them because she can't take the silence and <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. I thought, okay. Then, Gerardi picks up a shotgun and blows her away.
1: So, is, is that the episode you're on?
0: And you think, one past that. And you think, okay, cool. No more of the Boar Queen. Because that's the way the show shows it to you. Then I get into this last episode that I've seen, and this is the one where they go to the party, and they're looking out for Picard's relative. And, because... So there's this whole other subplot about Picard trying to figure out what it is that changes time in his future that makes it awful, and so they're trying to go back to fix that. And what he's found is he's got to save uh, a a mission, a spacefaring mission to Europa uh, that is that is being planned in 2024. Now, let me tell you why. I thought this was cool and why this brought me back to the show. First things first, 2024 is a pivotal year in the Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Trek history uh, on Earth. Um, It is the year that the Bell Riots happened in San Francisco. It is um, a period of time in Star Trek history where you have citizens and non-citizens and you have uh, papers like Nazi, like the Nazis and and you have to provide your papers. And if you don't, you get jailed and all of this blah, 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 blah. And, and the thing I liked about that is that these are all callbacks to Voyager and Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. These are all plays on episodes that that they had in their series that were actually really great time-traveling episodes. So, A, we're going back to something that is that is kind of a retread. However, it's a newer story, but we're still in Star Trek's universe, and it brought this show into the into the greater Star Trek, the next generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager universe, which is the universe I love so much, and I really appreciated the show for coming back Picking itself up, dusting itself off, and getting back to a good story. Will the story end up great? Who the hell knows? Probably not. They'll probably ruin it again. But I have really enjoyed these last couple of episodes, and it did catch me again. I, I will finish the series out, and I really want to say thank you to you two guys for making me pick it back up again. Because I'm i telling you, man, I was done. After that first two episodes, I was like, this sucks. But – um. Uh, the the writer uh, or, or the showrunner Kiva Goldsmith actually pulled it out. I feel, and um,
2: the shows have gotten better. The shows have gotten better. Picard is surprisingly okay now. All of a sudden, what do you think, Chris? Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> uh, so, I, 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 ironically, I think the first episode of the season is the only one that has been worth anything.
0: Yeah, uh, I liked the first episode too, right. but I like it because of all the ships. I yeah. had The ships, yeah. and I
2: thought the, the stargazer and, and all that, so cool. I thought all of that yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, but once you introduce this time thing and they've gone back in time. And, it's right. You know, I, I joked around, but I, I think my optimism that I expressed in, I think, episode two of our podcast. Yeah, yeah, When we yeah. First discussed this, I think that aged. There was a little bit of optimism. I listened aged, to that the other uh, night. <laughs> it, it definitely aged like a carton of milk because it's a... Uh, well, that goes for both yes, of us because
0: uh, I was trying to be optimistic yeah. as well, and man, I at, by the p- time I listened to that episode of the cast, I had already started hate watching Picard and quit it. And
2: I oh man, yeah. I, I'm I'm ready for it to be over. I hate the fact that I feel <laughs> this way about about Star Trek, but I, you know, watching this one the other the, yesterday is when I watched um, uh, episode nine, and I, I won't get into spoilers other than to say. I think the thing with modern Trek that I have a problem with is they come up with these stories that span an entire season, yeah, and it's got to be galaxy-threatening something that they all have to do. We can't just have like the simple stuff like we talked about or the, the standalone episodes that you know are more exploratory in nature and that sort of thing. Or well, that's touch about that's fan service again. Yeah, again that, that's fan then then service. Then the other thing is they have to in the middle of all this let's talk about our feelings, our traumas, <clears> and things that. Any sensible person in the middle of trying to save the galaxy, I'm not going to stop and talk to you about how I feel and this thing that happened in my past. And, but isn't you know. that the point that all these characters are so broken at this point? Uh, there's a time and a place to have discussions about things too, and yeah. I, I, I don't. Again, I don't want to. I don't want to get into that since you haven't seen these. The, the link yeah, through yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, there's I, been a fair I, amount of that in the ones I have seen.
1: There's plenty of that. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. This whole story revolves around Picard, right? And. His emotional brokenness, right? That that somehow resides within his childhood. Right? So there there is this, this You're this talking about the forced loneliness? Yeah. Well yeah. yes. And it was and we we know what it's leading up to. Right. So it, it's almost like the writing that that comes later on in season or in episode nine. Uh-huh. Um it was already foreshadowed by the writing that was taking place in, in certain episodes. Oh, that's a shame. So there's, there's really a- no, when you see that it happens, yeah, it's, it's kind of, oh, wow. But, you know, at the same time, yeah, you kind of expected it. It wasn't a shock. Well, my thing is, uh,
2: you know, we talk about this fragility around Picard. When the hell is that character? Literally the only time that that character was ever, ever fragile about his legacy and, and everything was in Generations. Star Trek 7. yeah. That was literally the only time, and that's because his, his nephew that was supposed to be carrying on his the Picard line family line that I guess had died off screen if I'm remembering right. And that's yeah, basically and right, then he gets sucked into the right. Nexus, he sees that whole like Christmas time or whatever that's with right, all the that's right. nieces and nephews, or yeah, I guess his yeah, kids yeah. or whatever. That that literally is the only time we've really seen that character fragile about Is this a Shatner? The Shatner crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the, that, that's the only time. Like, w- where all of a sudden did this character who's negotiated countless amounts of treaties, he's led the flagship of the Federation for years, solved, you know, so many crises, and then as, as we see in the first season, you know, they're talking about things that happened between the last movie and this. Yeah. Led the big thing about the, the Romulans when their son yeah, I'm okay, But I'm okay right. with that. Right.
1: I, I'm, I'm okay with his, his reflection on life. I'm okay with this. That's what you do when you're older. I'm, I'm okay with the the reflection on you know his interactions and his relationships and some of those things that he should have done, should have done better, should have you know mitigated. What I'm what I'm not okay with is seeing, and, and maybe this was their intent to see his psychological devolution, mm-hmm. right, right in front of us as other important things are happening. Yeah, and, and I and I think maybe that is the intent of the writing. But the creativity that surrounds it all is, is very lacking. And and one of the things about Picard, as you see him devolve into the aha moment, I think that eventually they want to get to, um, is, is that there's just too much of that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think it needs to be... They, maybe they should have written it differently. Maybe they should have evaluated it differently. Maybe, maybe they should have, have I, I don't know, created a a side story but but they're imposing too much of that narrative into the to the, the into the um the side stories that they've created hmm. right i mean and, and there's and far too many of those there's and there's far too many of those and, and you know going back you're to you're talking about the, the separate side, cast side stories, stories yeah.
2: There's, yeah there's there's way yeah. too many distractions to I so great pointed what? and i think wait 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 i i I want I want to stop you right there you said there's way too
0: many so that's that, that's where I was going. This, De- there's there's a lot of side stories on generations
1: because there's a lot of characters. Yeah, but the, but there's no overarching arc on the. That's uh, true on Star Trek. That's a that's, a that's a new construct. Generation. That's a modern day construct. So for when when 10. you have this one big story and you have all of these yeah whirl moments going around, you're like I get oh, you. Oh, I, oh I, instead sure. of handling in uh, one character or one episode, it's. All characters in one episode. Yeah, it's like reading these. a George R. R. Martin book. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, with yeah. sloppy yeah. creative, you know, design. Okay,
2: well, and, and it's okay. An- it's another one where it feels like things aren't weren't. I, I, I know they say that it was mapped out prior to starting the season, but it really feels like they were kind of. It just feels like they're making it up as they go. Like, I, I don't know how many how much I want to get into spoilerific territory here, but yeah. you know, I mean, we've got um, what's the captain's name? you know and he gets his concussion R- Rios you know, Rios right and then he gets he he gets you know caught by ice and yeah. you know he's he's being deported in a bus okay i, I that's one yep and then we got the uh, concussion storyline um, which I, I don't really want to get into much because I, it, you, the look on your face, Duncan, tells me we haven't, you haven't hit that yet. With Rios? Um, no, no, no. Oh, oh well, yeah. okay. There's, there's, okay. Other, there's other stuff where it's like, oh, God, we got to spend a whole episode on yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. we have to spend a whole episode with Gerardi uh, with and Seven and Raffi. And it's just, it's just like, come on. This, but, this whole but, show but could you, have been you, done
1: in, in three hours. You're, you're also rehashing some, some... I mean, you're taking creative license. Yeah. Right. right. From, from different shows. For example, Battlestar Galactica. And we've talked about this on, on Messenger, right? So yeah. that was a little bit of a spoiler for you back then. Yeah. Right. And, and we mentioned back then that, that we were going to talk about this because we thought you weren't going to watch it. Right. So talk about it. No, the, it's, it's fine. The, the episode that you're mentioning where, yeah. where they go to the party. Right. And we see the combination of Gerardi and the Queen. Yep. That, that manifestation. Yep. Battlestar Galactica. That's right. They did with, the Gaius Baltar Gaius and, and, and Six. Six, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That is the same thing. And we brought this up later on down the road. It is the same thing. We right. brought this down the road. Picard's father.
2: Who you haven't met yet.
1: No. But we brought him up in the messenger. So I'm going to say his name. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Gaius Baltar. That's his name? No, no, that's
2: the character. It's the, it's from the actor.
1: Battlestar oh, No, I actually have
0: gotten that far. I, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: So when you see those things mix, and you know yes. well, you're pulling from Battlestar Galactica, you're you're rehashing just like with with the um, with the whale movie. Yeah. Right. You expect them, you know, to to I don't know. It, it's just it feels so forced, uh, and, and it's it feels so okay. non uh, you know uncreative in, in the direction that they're moving. And there are even some additional components within these next three episodes, yeah, right, that I, we don't want to get into. But, you know, uh, like this but the last episode is just like, oh, my goodness, really? Oh, wow. The, the, the one before I'm gonna, this. I'm going to hate this show again. Well, no, you might not. <laughs> you might love it.
0: Well, I, I, you, I, might, you might I appreciate what you're saying, but it definitely our personalities are coming out in this conversation because I don't need much to like something. Uh, Not as much as you guys do in in a lot of cases. You're making fine points, by the way. I I don't discount your points at all. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. I will tell you why I started liking the show again. And it doesn't come down to a specific storyline or or anything. It it felt like Next Generation all of a sudden again. It felt like Next Generation Picard all of a sudden again, where it has not the entirety of the show. Felt like the same character.
1: So if if that one episode that you watched yeah. had been well, it, 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 it yeah, right, right, then yeah that that would have been that would have really been great. Good, exactly. Hey, we're going into the hollow, uh, the the um the the, the suite, right? You know, and we're going to run through a um you know a a whatever. Uh, ep- uh, yeah, we'll do a, a hollow suite episode. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But they stay in here for a long time. The, it's the whole s- the whole season. Yeah. Well, no, no, I mean, in, in this in this bar before the, the reception for the Europa mission. Right right, 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 right. This would have been a really... It's the whole episode, basically. Seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But but it takes the episode, it takes a couple of episodes, it moves into something completely different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's they're all over the place. They
0: That show. they are. I will agree with you 100% on that. I think it's the reason why I've liked these last couple episodes, because I found something, because they are all over the place, that I can enjoy. Um, it's not much. I'm still not super enamored with the storyline. I think it's a rehash and a retread. I'm with you like, uh, on that. I, I, I am enjoying, however, the ride. Uh, and, and I think that's easy for me. I enjoy lots of rides, especially entertainment, uh, sca- escapism and entertainment. I have found that one of the problems that I'm having with Star Trek nowadays, and this goes for all the Star Trek shows that Paramount is releasing now, there's too many Easter eggs. There's too many. And when you start looking at them and start looking at what they've embedded in these episodes, it's almost like um, they're shoving them down your throat. Like like In like. your butthole. <laughs> There's a poster. I'll give you a perfect example. There's a poster uh, for a fight that showed up in the Next Generation time travel show. Around the same area. Yeah. The same period of time. Yep. Showed up in Deep Space Nine when they go back in time on Earth. Of course, that's San Francisco. This is LA. I don't know how the same fight is happening in two different places, but it's the same poster. Yep. And they, they have now done it. Uh, they did it in Voyager. Voyager had the same damn poster. This fight poster. It shows up in all of them. It has nothing to do with the show. It has nothing to do with anything other than to say, oh, look, you're a fan if you notice that.
1: I, I, you know, first, first First episode. I think T Earl Grey Hot was said seven or eight times. So, oh you know, yeah, yeah, so I so I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And, and you know I I'm, it's fan service. That, just that does, for fan that service. That doesn't really that doesn't really get to me. Oh, I, that pisses it, me it, off. I think the thing that gets to me is the 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 lack of creative insight. Or well, creative. that's my point entirely. There well, yeah, is no creativity I mean, to that. The creativity was had years ago when they wrote those Easter original episodes. Within Marvel and within the DC universe. But they handled them so differently. Sure, but again, we've got we've got writing issues yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know, and definitely. I mean, we, we can argue about this all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the yeah, yeah, end yeah. of the day, Picard
0: needs... Well, we agree day. with the fact that we've got writing <laughs> issues. You know,
1: I, I, I think <laughs> I read a review... Um, today and you know that the review title was like Picard make it so so you know oh that's such a great title that's such <laughs> it was, a great was like, title yeah it's, it's yeah, so, yeah. It's <laughs> so. and, and, right know, on right on it's not even so so yet
0: it, it's, it's not and and another thing that they did that really ticked me off and this last thing I'll say before we move on Uh I mean you guys of course you say whatever but last thing I'll say is uh they, they've they done nothing with Elrond this this season. <laughs> yeah okay nothing you need to okay yeah, I know that they're going to win. I, I got three episodes left, four episodes left. They haven't done anything with that character up to this point. Not a thing. You just have to. You just have to wait. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> you want to. You want to have all these characters in the damn show? I don't want to. Then I want to hear about all. the I don't want
1: to ruin it show. for you.
2: So no, it's cool. It's as cool. as of this recording, we have yeah. one more episode. Yeah, and the there, guys are you know, a little I, bit ahead I, of me on this. I one. think I think the main thing will be the next time we talk Picard, we'll be able to talk about the season, the, of the, uh, the whole, whole thing, back the entirety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll really be able to. We'll
0: do a stuff, we'll man. do a Picard roundup.
2: <laughs> this is one where Ed and I are fist bumping. But you know what, Duncan? I don't. If you're enjoying it, I think that's great. And I think I, I, I've enjoyed moments of it. I, I completely and I totally agree with you
0: guys, and I appreciate where you're coming from. There, there is writing problems with this show. There, there, however, is not acting problems with the show, in my opinion. Got a great cast. They're doing a fine job. They need more with stories. They definitely need more with stories. But I, the, 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 whole, the sole reason why I kind of turned back to in favor of Picard is because I saw John Luke Picard for the, for the first time in this series again. And I really enjoyed that.
1: I'm going to ask you a quick question. Yeah. Yeah. If you could put pick through any of the Star Trek characters. Yeah that you can create a holographic avatar from to be, let's say, a holographic medic. Yeah. Who would you pick? A holographic medic? Yeah. I or mean, or, or it's any it's kind it's of holographic. To be on your, like on Rios? You know how Rios has, yeah. um, you, there's like three different personalities of Rios on there. There's a the concierge, there's a doc, there's the, the fighter. Yes, 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 okay. yes, yes. They're all him. Yes, yes. Right? They're all the same actor, but, right, I mean, right. If you could pick any of these Characterizations within the Star Trek universe. Who would yeah. you pick? Um, like character or reus? No character. Oh, character. Who would uh, I, I mean? Pick? Would it be Shatner? Would it be Spock? Would it be that's H- a Hura? good question? Would it be? Oh, Rios? that's
0: a great question. Who would it be?
1: Um, <laughs> you're not gonna like my
0: answer. Uh, Is it gonna be the Borg Queen. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Captain Archer. Okay, I really love Captain Archer. I love his character. I love the actor that plays him. I love that series. I, even though it's not very appreciated in, in Star Trek fandom, um, I saw what they were trying to do with that series. Yeah. It, it lost its way a little bit sometimes. Yep. But it found its way back, and it was canceled too early, in my opinion. And I really enjoyed it. And, and this was after getting really tired with the whole Star Trek shtick up to that point. Up to that point, you know, we'd had Deep Space Nine, which I love. We have Voyager, which I like and I don't like so much sometimes, but Voyager has its place. But at that point, Star Trek was just, you know what that was. That was a known entity. You you knew what you were getting with Star Trek. And then they did Enterprise, and it was kind of this whole other take on it before they re-retconned everything, and this is the first bit of that i like the the ship i like the 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 enterprise that they had in that sh- i just like that whole series it it just brought it all back uh but yeah, archer would be my favorite my favorite captain. why did you think they wouldn't like that oh uh, because he's uh, not you in particular i'm just saying in general because uh enterprise is not necessarily the most loved of the series i i, I really enjoyed Enterprise. i
1: i forgot that I, I
0: i knew that you did i and i totally forgot
1: that you i, you liked. I think that was the last um Series that I that I enjoyed from the Star Trek universe.
2: You know, it's ironic because we, you know, the whole "what's old is new again." We at the point, I remember the big service thing. I remember the talking about Enterprise. We had there were comments at the time of "it's just here's here comes your bad guy of the week." Here comes your oops, we got ourselves into this scenario. Yeah, we get ourselves out, which was pretty formulaic for Star Trek through all Star from Trek, the late eighties yeah. all what through the want? early two thousands, yeah, right? Yeah, early absolutely. Odds. Um, but I find it ironic that it's like, then, you know, it sits on the shelf for a while we boot it with JJ Abrams, where it's a big action fest thing. Right. And then we get into these ridiculously long, overly long serialized stories with, uh, yeah. streaming yeah. and, you know, look, look, we, you know, now we're all kind of, you know, coming back full circle back to, it looks like more of a serialized thing that we'll talk about in a few minutes. Right, next. right, right. Um, yeah, good, good, good talk though on the on good that. I'm glad. I, I'm definitely curious when Picard's wrapped uh, to hear hear your thoughts.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm. Uh, I, I think it'll probably be more of the same. Or or they'll tick me off so bad in these last couple episodes that I'll just stop watching all together and we we'll, I, I we'll should finish it up. You today. should finish it.
1: Oh, I, I'm definitely going to finish the show. Yeah, for sure. And then take what we said here.
0: You know, It'll be fun to go back when I'm and editing re- these and reflect. Because and, and, and <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've listened to every episode w- once when we do it. And then, of course, I edit them down. And and, and uh, I produce the, I'm produce. i the producer of the podcast. So I, I do all the technical stuff to get it all uh, up. And so I listen to it again uh, when I'm editing it. And um, A, I, for this last episode, I really enjoyed the conversation again. And I'd already listened to it once and been a part of it. So that was cool. Um, but, uh, uh, also, uh, I was surprised at some of the things we had said in earlier episodes, which is always good too. So, okay. Well, Picard, uh, I think has been put to bed. Um, definitely a mixed bag on Picard. Uh, but these three knuckleheads are still watching every episode. So uh, I guess Paramount <laughs> plus is doing something, right? But well, um, we're watching it because we
1: can. We're gonna talk about it so we can trash we, it. We, I mean, I'm, there's not a Star Trek that I won't watch. Agreed. Me too. Right? I mean, b- because I, I'm, I'm an initial fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Right. I mean, Me since the 70s, even though it came out in the 60s, I've, I've been might as well have been the 70s. We watched it rerun for right. I don't know how many I mean, years. They, yeah, forever on Sunday afternoons all the time and Saturday yep. evenings. Yep. You know, either after or yeah Saturday evenings.
0: I remember that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, we were. We were there. Yeah, So, I mean, I'm always going to be a fan. Oh, sure. But but I'm also going to be critical of the stuff that they're moving lately. That's our whole
0: point, right? We love the stuff we're talking about in most cases. Love it. We genuinely love it. But don't rehash a bunch of crap and throw it on screen and expect us to just lap it up. That's not not what we're about at all. You're going to put something up, make it worth our time. You're talking to three dads here. We've got limited time as it is to do anything that we want to do, much less spend our time watching these entertainment uh, pieces, these shows. Um, so you know, do a better job. I mean, come on. Let's uh, l- let's see some good stuff here. Um, Akiva Goldsmith on the Paramount Plus team.
1: All right. So uh, as b- s- by the way, I want yeah. to I want to see more of Core. Dodge. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I want, I want to Me see, too. I want to see more of her. I that mean, was her story. Her story is, was awesome in the first season. Yeah, and <clears throat> I don't think you've gotten there yet. And we're not going to talk about her.
0: Uh, um, I have. I've gotten to the episode where she shows up again.
1: No, no. Soon. That's, that's, that's not what daughter, I'm talking there's about. There's more. Of oh, more. oh. Okay. Okay. They, gotcha. They, gotcha. They do bring her in. Yeah. But since we're at the last, you know, episode, um, t- still to be released, you know. You almost expect her to be joining the storyline.
2: Oh, you know, well, especially yeah, as 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 things have progressed with right, good stuff. That side story there, right. so yeah, there's yeah. more to come, more to come on that.
0: Cool, it? cool, 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 cool. Yeah, that's a that's a Doctor Sung story that's interesting in this in this um, season. All right, um, and moving on, let's discuss.
3: Hey, Halo.
0: Halo. Spoilers, spoilers. Spoiler we got spoilers. Um, how much are you guys enjoying this show?
1: It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> in you what know. way, Eddie? No, 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 it sucks up all my time. Right? Because it's so <laughs> doggone good. <laughs> it's
0: so darn tootin' good. Uh, okay, for our viewers, first off, Halo is the uh, new Paramount Plus series that is based on a video game. A uh, video game of the same name. It's pretty uh, important in ge- video game. Uh, history. Uh, It's also one of the most beloved Xbox games uh, ever created. Um, And you're talking to three guys that (laughs) never really played the game and didn't really know too much about it at the, at the beginning. No, sir. Um, So, so um, Halo started and it was kind of a, so uh, we don't, we don't really know Halo to be fair. We have seen the game, uh, probably played it maybe once. Once or twice. Yeah, maybe. Um, get it. It's a first-person shooter, okay, cool. Uh, no big deal. Um, but then it became a big deal. Um, and and gamers have, have loved the Halo uh, games for years. Uh, and it and, and there was a storyline that was that was propagated throughout the games that that we're kind of getting a version of now in the show. And I was not expecting anything when I started Halo. Uh, I I went into it very um, new and fresh. And um, from the first episode, I have enjoyed every single episode of Halo. I like the characters. I like the Spartans. And I love all of the um, evil human government stuff with the UNSC. Um, Really, really dig this show. I think what got me at first was the production value. Covenant looks Mm -hmm. like the Covenant. They're badass. Um, The Spartans look like the Spartans. They're badass. And you've got this really cool um, mystery story that's kind of tying all of the desperate characters together, which is very interesting. We've watched how many episodes up to this point?
2: I've watched the first four.
0: First four. Oh, okay. So, so we'll keep it to four. That's cool. Uh, we did that for
1: Picard. We'll do that for for Cilo. I'm trying to remember. So, what was what what happened in this? What episode? was the last thing that? you...
2: So the last the way it ended with mine was um, they are on his planet. They are on Master Chief's planet. Right. That they grew up in to find the other artifact. Right. And uh, he led them to the the little cave, the thing cave. that goes below, and they found that, and that's how the episode ended. That's
0: awesome. So you're okay. right. You're uh, right. Cool. In the meat of it. That you're yeah. you're you're right there where it goes okay. from. They're trying to
2: get you to understand everything to, oh, okay, here's the yeah. story. And then Soren and the girl are back on the planet. He lost a ship. Yep, yep. And uh, the way that – On Madrigal. Yeah, yeah Madrigal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And the way it ended was they got the motorcycle and they're speeding away. That's great. They're trying oh, to go yeah. 200 miles yeah. away to the spaceport.
0: Yeah, you, you left off on yeah. a really great episode. The next episode is really great as well. Um, I'm going to tell you what I love about – and I mentioned it already, but I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you Why? I love the production value of this show. Absolutely. It is such a well-done animated C- CGI animation um, um, effects show. The effects are not cumbersome, and they don't, they don't hit you in the head. They're very much creating a world um, that you believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it, I see all the associations with the original um, game which I, I can appreciate. I, even though I didn't play the game, I appreciate they stayed true to the story uh, for the most part. I, there are some slight differences,
1: but even to the casting. I, I love how we were able to, to see how advanced Microsoft's technology has become in their AI version of Cortana. Oh, yeah,
2: no doubt.
0: <laughs> Cortana has really become something here. Wasn't
2: Windows Ten version of Cortana? That literally was lifted out of yes. the original Halo, yes. wasn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's the tie there. And 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 uh, uh, who, I think the last time we talked about Halo, um, we'd only seen a couple of episodes, and so Cortana had not shown up yet. Right. And I think it was you, Chris, that yeah. said, I, I don't know where we're going. And I'm like, oh, it's going to get so good yeah. because Cortana gets introduced. And um, for listeners that haven't watched the show yet, Cortana is a... Uh, is a computer AI that literally lives in the chief's head um, and and can do things give him uh, a little bit more magic uh, te- techno magic, but um, also uh, the the in the storyline we don't know if Cortana is friend or foe. She's living in the Master Chief's head, and we don't know if she's working
2: for him or for the UNSC. Well, then there's there another point when she was activated that I thought was interesting was she. Um She's talking to the doctor. Yeah, and she sa- and the, she says, "Well, I can do." There was, there was a, a line, and, it, and it, I think it was in the third episode. So I apologize; I don't remember no, it. That's cool, it, verbatim. But she basically said, "I can go do X, Y, and Z if you would just remove these." You oh, know, right. These limits. Yeah. And she said it's not necessary, you know. Right. But Cortana clearly knows she's on a leash right now. Because, right. As indicated, like, she's capable of a lot more than what she's doing. Right. And so to that point, yeah, I thought, I thought that what you said really just reminded me of that line that was in there. and like, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I think what they've done is they've really set Dr. – what's her name? Dr. <laughs> – starts with an H. Uh, Halsey. Halsey. Thank Halsey. you. Uh, the Dr. Halsey is the bad guy. She is the real evil other than the Covenant and, and you know the, the alien bad guys, within the UNSC, for the
1: Spartans, she is the real evil. Potentially. She, she's well, not they, done anything they, but self-serving. They, yeah, well, and they you think, because I, I think there's, from, from I don't want to get too deep yeah, 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 into this past yeah. one, but I, I feel like there's an underlying current with her. You know, and it's more of a does the government know more about what we need to do, or do I know more about what we need to do? And this was my initial agenda. This is the government's agenda. I think I know better. It's not like an Elon Musk, you know. <laughs> uh, very Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely very governmental thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, political thing. And and so I, I'm not sure that she's still the the evil. See, I think so, that's the
2: proof that she is evil. there's a there's a scene in the, the last one I watched yeah. where um there's the sci- the scientist girls uh, in evaluating the artifact that's uh, that's on the main planet it's her daughter Earth, yeah. daughter yeah, no, yeah. And I don't think it's her daughter yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's her daughter that's her daughter I thought it was the daughter of the the admiral
0: yeah, they're, they're oh, Yeah, Halsey yeah, okay. the Admiral together. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, but anyway, she's there and she's evaluating that with the other, th- uh, with the three Spartans, including yes. the one, that's the 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 woman Sniper. that's removed her. Yep, yep, her yep. emotion yep. suppressor. I
1: think it's 157 yeah, sub, one five. Yeah,
2: yeah, something like that or one seventeen. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um But they uh, they talked about um specifically when they talked about keeping secrets, you know, around. Uh, around evaluating the artifact and, and she she makes a thing about Dr. Housey. She she likes things this way and she's always done things this things this way. She's constructed things this way, like her way. And she doesn't like deviations. So I, I kind of agree. Like yeah. I think it's a setup to really establish like there's something well, that's, else to her. That's kind of the games yeah. too.
0: If you've watched any of the game videos, those game video playthroughs or whatever, I have watched a couple of them. I don't know where they fit within the history of the game or anything like that, but they're interesting. Um, she plays that very evil, mad scientist type of persona in those as well. And and also her animation is a, a little older. They skewer a little older in the game, but she looks just like the actress that's playing Halsey in the show, which I thought was very cool too. I, I, I really like that actress too. I think she's, she does a good job.
1: I think um, Pablo Schreiber? Yes. The, he's the actor who plays he, Matthew Yep, yeah, he's uh, John. In, incredible in the role. He's so good. Um and he's been in other movies. Yeah. He uh, he's he was um well not this one is in a movie. This is the adaptation of American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Right. right. he was um um Mad Sweeney? Yeah, Mad Sweeney. That's right. Mad Sweeney. That's um, right. That's and right. and Mad Sweeney was one of the gods. Yes. So, um he was the um the Irish um, Right. So, yeah, yeah, the he was the god of luck or the god of chance god of luck god of, yeah yeah uh, yeah. so you know it's it really cool to see him in this role and he's doing a really great job you know uh, as the protagonist in all of this and you're kind of wondering you know w- at least within this episode how many more episodes do we have by the way
0: it's a good question i think uh is there 10 or 13.
1: Okay, so we still have a good way to yeah, go. Yeah, we still have
0: some ways to go. I, oh, I, I, we'll have to get an a episode count. I don't know exactly how many... I'm going
1: to the Google machine. Ah, uh, it's my man. No, but I... It's it's really cool to see how his character is progressing. And, you know, since he's taken out that, that implant, how his character has been able to evolve. Yes. Because the characters really can't evolve un- unless they remove that implant. Uh, right? Well, they yeah, because they don't feel anything. The, they, they, they go from being human machines...
0: To actually having emotions again. Yeah. And, and it's like that implant is a restraining bolt. Yeah, that takes away your empathy and your yeah. compassion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a key scene that I can't speak about because it's in one of the episodes where, where that's really shown off. Yep. And, and Master Chief makes a, a decision uh, that has implications. But you see the difference between the two characters, and I I I dig that. I really like yeah. that. Yeah, so
2: it looks like there's nine episodes. Nine episodes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So not
0: three as many more. Three more to go uh, on that. So so, uh, I think you know, for, for a show that I didn't expect anything from, what a what a lovely surprise. And uh, Halo's the, been.
2: the the other thing for me as a music nerd, I think the use of keyboards, the um, the influence uh, of um, the very blade runner-y, techno futuristic yeah, influence. Yeah. the subtleties of keyboard the keyboards is the, the background soundtrack. Yep. Yep. And a lot of the uh, the, the more subtle that synthesized, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, to me just really just adds to it. I, oh, that's a great point of view. I hadn't thought about it. I that. love the theme of the uh, the opening theme. I don't I don't particularly visually, whatever, you know, they show the yeah. suit, the Master Chief suit coming on, whatever. Right, right, right. But the theme, like just the keyboard use and everything there, I just it's very cool. very, very synthy and very yeah. I don't know, just love it. It really resonates with me. So I, well, we, we yeah. came from the '80s, so yeah, was- <laughs> I'm, I'm loving. I, yeah, I'm just I'm loving everything about the show. I, yeah,
0: me too. Surprisingly, I, yeah. I didn't ex- like I said I didn't expect yeah. much. It's been a lovely show up to this point. Uh, great production value, great story, which I wasn't expecting. Any, I mean, some video game. they yeah. usually turf those. You know. Yep. Uh, don't don't make me mention Mario Brothers. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been a really nice surprise. Uh, There's,
2: there's another show that, uh, or there's another game that I have played that, Mm -hmm. that is also very groundbreaking called mass effect. And there's a trilogy of mass effect and the keyboard, the 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 keyboard soundtrack the synth soundtrack in the games of Mass Effect is very reminiscent of what the show oh interesting yeah and that that's what it just reminded and it actually yeah. maybe look, and there apparently Amazon is going to be making a Mass Effect show oh are they really so that's another one that's going to be good but my all that's to say that I think the music just synth and sci fi go together for me to me they just I agree you know I agree not space opera Star Wars sci-fi, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, just you know just this techno futuristic yeah. sci fi just really matches, and I, I don't know. It just really helps immerse me in the world, and I'm, I I can't say enough right now about how much I'm enjoying the show. I well, love I, it.
0: Something that's very interesting to me, and it hasn't really shown up in the Star Trek properties, but it has shown up here is they had a shakeup at Paramount, um, and uh, Paramount was bought by another entity. I, I, I watched and or read a story about the details. Like I'm not going to repeat them here because I don't want to get anything wrong. But the 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 thrust of the story was that because of the change. In leadership at Paramount, um, all of these properties have been given new life, and and we've got a, a different creative force in the executive level over there that's, that's allowing uh, a lot of this newer stuff that would never have gotten a chance with the old Paramount uh, uh, leadership. Uh, it, it, and and Halo is a is is one of these shows. So thank, I think that's thank interesting. you, thank you, new execs. Well, yeah, and and uh, for if you don't know, I, I've actually done uh, work with Paramount before in the past uh, over the past thirty years, uh, on and off. I've done work with Paramount. Their leadership's horrible, uh, or has been, uh, just the worst. What kind of work? Uh, yeah, it's freelance work. But uh, um, the the it's uh. It, they're they're the, the worst to deal with. They're absolutely the worst. So when they, when they changed that up, I was very happy to see that. Very, very happy. It's a long time coming. Um, uh, can we put Halo to bed?
2: I think
1: so. Eddie, any last thoughts? No, I'm looking forward to these uh, next episodes. I'm, I'm curious to see how it ends because I'm pretty sure there's going to be another season.
2: Oh, uh, I read. Yeah,
1: there is at least a to Lisa
0: season two. There, okay. I, I did. It was yeah. Paramount okay. Plus's highest rating show to date uh, when the first episode came out. It was the most watched show on the streaming platform to date. They love Halo over it uh, nice. Paramount Plus. So yeah, good. we're definitely going to get more more Halo. Cool. So good to go there. Well, that's all of our wrap ups for the shows that we watched this week and that we wanted to talk. Let's talk a little news. What's in the news? Because we have some news coming up. Um, that should be interesting. One of the other things that I wanted to mention, um, the, the boys and I we have our, our little production meetings and we, and we really want to create great content for you the listeners. And one of the things that we wanted to do um, was we wanted to hit in the new year of uh, of course you know the the lockdowns are, are over now for the most part and and it looks like on wood. yeah yeah no doubt. And it looks like we've turned the corner um, on the pandemic. so a lot of the conventions, uh, that we love or, or have always wanted to go to comic-con in san diego adepticon for war games in um, indiana um, uh, a couple of others uh, a celebration in california uh, we would like to attend and then um, do a do a wrap-up for, for of the of the events for for you the listeners uh, and, and also uh, maybe have some participation from some of the do, do a cast at the at the events and and have some participation from some of the attendees. Um, more to come on that. We're working on that. Uh, so uh, one of that that the reason I tell you that is to tell you this. One of the things that we'd really like to hear from um, from our viewers, and we know you're out there because I get all the analytics, um, is I'd like to hear story ideas. I'd like to hear show ideas that you would like us to talk about. Ed and Chris and I, we talk about the stuff we love. Um, it's very easy for us to talk about, and these shows kind of make themselves because we have lots of opinions on those items, but we'd love to hear stuff that maybe doesn't enter into our framework of, of watching or viewership uh, that often, and and um, I was just talking about fan service, but we're doing a little fan service here. <laughs> um, we'd like to hear what you want us to talk about or discuss. Um, we are certainly not the authorities on any science fiction. We, we really do talk about the stuff that we love. Uh, but it would be great to hear from, from our viewers as well. Also, um, we want to let everybody know if you're ever wondering about the show, you want to comment on the show, you want to leave us a recording, you can do all of that on Anchor.fm, Geek Culture Cast. Anchor.fm slash Geeked Culture Cast uh, is our website. Um, we do host on Anchor, uh, which is a, a Spotify company. We love them. Anchor's been great to us up to this point. Uh, And it's made this process all the more easy. Um, Apple Podcasts not so much, but that's a whole other thing. Um, We we are on Apple Podcasts, however, uh, and will continue to be for all of you uh, iOS fans. But, um, uh, you know, give us your your two cents. And and you can uh, do that on the website. There's a little button there to click, and you can actually record a message to us. If we like your message, we'll play it on the show, and we'll give you an answer um, one way or the other. So I just want to let everybody know about that. Uh, for other news, let's talk about the summer movie season, in particular, Marvel, Phase 4. What's coming out? This, this. We are about, we, the boys and I are so geeked, next week, uh, our show is going to be about um, the newest Doctor Strange movie, uh, Multiverse, Multiverse of, of Madness, Madness. Um, and that's, that's what we're going to talk about, uh, because Ed and Chris and I are going to see it this week, um, so we're really stoked about that. Uh, what else do we have so on we, tap?
2: We had a trailer that was released last week with for the new Thor that uh, that also looks really good. Thor I, Love and Thunder. And that looks like it's coming out in July. It does, and, and I'm very much looking forward to that, and I'm
0: not looking forward to that because of Thor. I love Thor, uh, but whatever. It's uh, a second-tier uh, Marvel hero to me. I, I do like uh, Mr. Hemsworth and the portrayal, but I... Love
2: Taika Waititi. That's that dude makes the best stuff. I think he re he basically re kind of essentially soft rebooted and revitalized Thor as a hero. Only reason I'm watching this movie now, and that's honestly like when reading that he was involved. We we would have seen the Thor, a new Thor anyway, just because Marvel. But right. I think knowing he was involved, I didn't even need to see a trailer. You know, I was already looking yep, forward to yep, it. Yep. Yep. Me yeah. too. Exactly. And just seeing the trailer was just like, wow. Right. This is literally just a teaser. Yeah. Yeah. But.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Ed,
0: what do you think about Love and Thunder? What's your feelings, bud?
1: Yeah. So I think we I talked about it about the last one. Um, I, I've or maybe it was in Messenger. I, I'm 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 a little reserved about that right now, only because it looks like it's going to be comedic. Um. And well, but the last one was. I mean, overly comedic. And, and I'm, not, I'm not sure that I'm, I'm up to seeing that again. I think they're leaning into that p- part of it because it was what made the last
0: movie so loved. I think that's why you're, they're leaning that on the trailer, leaning Maybe. into that. I think sure. you're going to see a lot of action, too. I mean, you're,
1: that's... Yeah, you're, you're going to definitely see a lot of action with Christian Bale coming in. Right? So I, I'm looking forward to that. Yes, that, yes. Christian Bale's role in this looks yeah. to be pretty, pretty good. Right. I think uh, from the trailer, we see potentially that the Guardians leave before you know, he's introduced. You know, from there's a there's a point where they leave him mm-hmm. wherever he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think some of this has to do with um, opening up the multiverse and seeing the the um, Natalie Portman as a new Thor.
0: And we we have you know. so many implications of, that are coming out because we haven't seen Multiverse of Madness,
1: right? We don't
0: really know what the tie-in is between the two films, but obviously yeah. it's MCU. There's gonna be
1: right. Um, so yeah, that that's that's gonna so, be good. And, and she's wielding. Mjolnir, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. I, I think there's there's a, a construct here that Mjolnir can be rebuilt, right? Or re- it, well, re- just re- well, it was just in, that,
2: just in that scene you saw. I, I mean, when when she pulls pulls Mjolnir back, you can and see like cracks, the cracks in it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so it's looks been like it's like been reforged. re-forged. Yeah. yeah,
1: and this is something that present day Thor didn't didn't know or didn't know how to do, or so there there's he options. didn't think he could or whatever. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, well, the, plus the forge was down as well.
2: From Infinity War,
1: yeah. Oh, uh, Thanos. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't because he did go back and and he. Oh, he
0: restarted it. Yeah, restarted but it. but he, the so maybe dwarf craftsman's hands it, it were was frozen, open, so and he, the 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 idea was he wasn't going to be able to make another Mjolnir, Mjolnir. Sure. I mean, Stormbreaker came about, so that I happened, mean, I guess the,
1: the other question is: d- Does she get the the hammer from his? Universe, or did it break in her? Such
0: a great question because it, sh- it looks like, from the like to Chris's point, from the preview, it looks like it's a recast because you can still see the yeah, cracks see the and cracks. stuff in it, but that's not what was in Endgame. What was
1: in Endgame was, was a hammer, a hammer from, from the past, other, yeah. Yeah. Right, right? Right, and they returned it. They did, that's right, so that's the right. America returns it. So, yes. yeah, the question is, well, it has to be from his. Well, maybe they'll answer that. Maybe that's yeah. one of the things we'll no, get unless, an answer unless on. she fights her sister right if she right. Does, if, if, if right. you know, she does have a sister i mean
3: but you
0: know another th- another interesting thing i was watching this week i, I don't know why i watch silly videos but um they uh the one of the main characters from thor the original was lady sif his friend lady sif she's in uh the movie's up to a point and then she disappears yeah and uh even like um the last thor movie she wasn't in it she at all. She wasn't in it at all. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't get killed with the rest of his friends. She's just not in it, which I thought was a was an interesting choice. And I think what happened, the way they explain it, I, but I think what happened is you get too many characters, and it's just not enough screen time for everybody. Yeah. And I think that's she may have been a victim of that a bit. Because uh, that's happened in the past
2: with with What's Marvel. Movies. I, I thought I remember reading that the actress got involved in some other show too. So she why did it became availability. It,
0: it was uh, 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 that show on NBC Blind Spot. Okay, is that is that I, maybe I, I'm I would, her name I, wrong? I, I would it's tell. the one with the girl. She's tattooed and she's trying to figure out the mystery of where she got all the tattoos and and she's Damn. lost her her memory or whatever. Anyway, um, she was the lead in that. <laughs> okay, and I think that was another thing that kept her from later, but they. There was no part for her yeah. anyway because they didn't really write anything for. Her. Well, and the only reason I mention is because it's a shame. Her character's cool; yeah. is a cool character in the comic books. You could have done a lot more with Thor's friends. I, I always thought they well, kind of mishandled those characters.
2: Yeah, the Warriors Three. Is she well, the Warriors Three? That's is, is is right. She coming back in this one? Uh, no, not at all. She's gone. I mean, she's just done.
0: Which is why I hmm. that's kind of my point. It's kind of sad that we're just cutting characters out like that. Even if they make just like a background cameo or a or mention, she's it, off. All, she's off world fighting something. It's you know, probably money. Ass. It probably okay. all comes down to money. And, and she's come on. She's, dear. Come on, Disney. Right. Right. We know the mouse has got yeah. big bucks. Look, Get out of here. <laughs> Do it. So one, one other uh, little news mention that, that I wanted to hit up. Black Panther.
1: This is your captain. Yes. Yes. Chart the stars. There's a new Star Trek show. Push the boundaries of what is known. I'm looking for a place.
0: And I think we might be getting back to Trek. I think
1: so.
3: I'm standing on the surface of a comet.
1: I love this job. These people.
0: Coming out next, week. next we got week. In May. Strange new world. We have five more sleeps. Five more sleeps until, until Strange New Worlds. Uh, and wait. I think it's going to be good. It looks really good. I love the actor playing Pike. I don't know why I like that actor so much, but everything that guy's been in,
1: I've dug. What, Mount is his last name?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Su- it just looks like a really cool show. And I'm hoping, listen Paramount Plus, I'm hoping that they don't
1: screw it up like to have some of their other properties. Well, like we mentioned but. earlier, right, the the idea for Strange New Worlds is not going to be story arch, but it's going to be uh, I mean, of connected ser- episodes, yeah. right? It's going to be yeah. going back to the type of Star Trek that we knew from the past, like the next generation and petite, potentially... even. And I don't lines. even
0: care if you have a, some recurring storylines, no, just well, give them some space, the give them some air,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, you saw the recurring lines back then too. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously we had to get somewhere. Right, You know, right. But, but at the same time... You know, it's not just built around, to, to Chris's point earlier, it's not just built around this long story arch that where, you know, they're actually going on a, a, a journey.
0: The they're, problem with Discovery right now is if you, if you start watching the series now with Discovery, yeah, yeah, you're completely lost. To Ed's point, you have no idea where that story is. Yeah, you can start, but you've missed so much, and there's well, so many things if that are going to start.
1: Discovery start from the beginning. Uh, uh, obviously, you you know, of course, season one. If, as a matter of fact, before you watch Strange New World, before you watch Strange New World, watch the first season of Discovery. I love the first season of Discovery until the end. And it just becomes the biggest letdown of a season to me. Well, that's not the reason that I'm talking about. Yeah, because you're introduced to the crew of the Enterprise. Yes. You see. Oh, you yeah. See, yeah, yeah, that's see, very cool. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, so really, the the for me, uh, the and, and obviously they've been on their five year journey. Right. Right. So a five year mission. You, they're they're coming to the aid of Discovery. Mm-hmm. Right during a critical point. So this Discovery fills in some of the gaps during their five year journey. Which is cool. Where Pike is there and Spock is yep. there and yep. the mm-hmm. same Spock that was in Discovery yep. is in going to be in Str- Dig that. Strange New Dig World. That. Yep. You know, the, the technology is, is about the same that you see from Discovery, so you'll be familiar with that. Um, you know, it, it's the first season was just really good up until potentially the very end. I thought something else was going to happen. but Yeah, you know, I don't. And, and this is the way it's been with Discovery. It, it seems to be good, except maybe for season two. That, and they've right? got a protagonist problem. Yeah. They, they, Michael well, Burnham sucks. Well, I can't stand her. Why does she suck for you? Uh, she's just, uh, it's just too much. She's uh, What does she's, that mean?
0: Well, she's superhuman. She can do all these things, but she's flawed and uh, kind of sucks too. Uh, make your mind up. And pick one or the other. I mean, it's a, It's she's the lead of a Star Trek series.
1: She's a lead, but she's not necessarily the captain during many of these episodes. No, so, I agree with you. So, so, so the 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 um the highlight. Which is usually on the captain or the leader of the series are are usually on the leader of the ships that they that they um, right captain right with her because it goes back and forth between her being uh, number one or a science officer or a captain or whatever or a prisoner or Or, a prisoner or whatever you know it, it goes back and forth and you're really not what you're not really sure what she's supposed to be deciding. The problem that I've got with her is yeah. that because she's not in a leadership role, they give too much authority to her, right, to make leadership decisions. Why the heck are you just not putting her into a leadership position? Right. Let her make these decisions. Right. But mm-hmm. they're not. She's, she's being punished for whatever she did. And I, I, again. But I mean, she's
0: still given free reign to but do she's whatever she wants. Still being given free yeah. reign to
1: do a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought we were on to something really good when she then became captain of the Discovery. Right, and I thought until, they lost it before that, but I'm with you. Well, no, they they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why I, said, I thought we were onto something good. I when think... she became captain of the Discovery. Unfortunately, this this last season. Yeah, the end again. Creativity, my goodness, rehashing other things. You, I feel like Shatner talking, but right, you know, it's, <laughs> it's it, it. They did a, a disservice to the end of the series when we see Arrival. Right? Yes, arrival. The movie arrival when when you know the two go into this alien craft and try to communicate. It's the same damn yep. thing that they're doing here at the end of yep. mm-hmm. at the end of Discovery, and it was it was upsetting to see because
0: the, Discovery's be- to me has been all over the place. It has been it it. it uh, there's great episodes. Yeah. The first season, I loved the captain of the Discovery. Yeah, he was yeah. such a great character. Yeah, and they just trashed that character and threw it away. And I hated that. That really mm-hmm. ticked me off about the series. Did, have you watched Discovery, Chris? I've seen the first two seasons. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And, and your thoughts? Yeah, you haven't weighed in on this. Since. Uh, you know, I mean, Dis-
2: Discovery is what it is. It's new Trek. And, it uh, is new Trek. It's That's a I,
0: really profound statement that you just made. It is Trek unlike any Trek that has come before it. And I think that turned a lot of, of, of viewers off. I, I,
2: yeah, I just... I, it is what it is. I, yeah. you know, I unlike you, I don't have a, a surprisingly. Michael Burnham is not a problem for me. Like I don't have any pro. I, at first, I was a little put off by the retcon, but you know that's nothing new to yeah, those stories. they're, yeah. they're, they're going to keep doing that, but uh, you know. It just is. It is what it is. I, I like you. I liked. I like that actor that played Captain Lorca. I think.
1: Was yeah, Captain Lorca. Yeah, J- yeah, yeah, Jason Isaac. Jason, yeah, Jason Isaac. That's it. I yeah. mean, yeah. He's, yeah. he was. He was in the Patriot. Oh, he's great. He's Harry, a great actor. He was Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, he's a
0: really good. actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very. very done some big, yeah. big things. Uh, the one I liked that he was in was the Patriot. Remember the Patriot? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Mel was was Gibson. He was the bad guy. guy. Yep. Yeah, that was. He was great.
1: The British yeah. officer. Uh Cavalry officer. Are you screwing with me? Because I just said that.
0: <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> no, I'm just having Alzheimer's and don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great... No, my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, so um, at, at any rate, to bring it all back from Discovery Dover to Strange New Worlds, can't wait to see it. Looks like a great show. It is going to be If incredible. If it sucks,
1: you will hear we'll about, about it from it. us. We will yeah. trash it to no end, and we will hate-watch it just for you. I, I want to... Plug one thing that's outside of here. And, Talk to and, me. And I talked about it briefly on Messenger. Russian Dolls. <gasps> Have you seen it, Chris? I've not. Great I watched the trailer. It's pretty good. Okay. Russian Dolls. N- Natasha Leone. Le- Natasha Leone. It's, it's, and I, I mentioned this to the guys when I, was, when I was describing it. It's like Quantum Leap meets Groundhog Day with an Aaron Sorkin like script.
0: For those of you that don't know what Ed's talking about, the show that it's talking about, um, I get it, because it doesn't look like a science fiction show or a genre show that we would enjoy. It looks like some kind of crazy dramatic thing. Yeah. It's on Netflix. However,
1: this is actually a really amazing show. It's It's, it's yeah, it looks, really it looks, well done. and, it, it looks and pretty it's pretty good. And it's written and executively produced by Natasha. Yes. And Amy Poehler. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. When I heard that, I was like, Oh. Oh, yeah. Right. Amy Poehler, she can do anything. So I, I initially got interested in it. So my my wife started watching it. Just, okay. Jess started watching it, and uh, I was like, Oh man, that looks like that looks silly. Yeah. And it looks it's schlocky. It's, yeah. And, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's that it's that lady from Orange is the New Black. Right. Right. I, I enjoyed Orange is the New Black, but I didn't. And oh, it was, yeah. It, no, that I, was I, that was one that I, didn't, I yeah. I, and I, I I the the creative script. And the acting were great. Oh, they were tremendous. It, it just didn't fit with me, you know. The so, stories were so, kind uh, of all uh, over the place uh, in certain seasons so there too. Fortunately, when when you have that kind of thing, you, you kind of pigeonhole people into specific type of scripts, yeah. you know, or characterizations. And I did that with Nata- Natasha, and that was completely my stupid dumb fault, mm. you know. Because when I started watching Russian Dolls, I realized really quickly one. The script is smart. Yes, the yes. Acting is superb. Yes, you know, and I, I felt like you know, there, there is this level of of sci-fi to it, even though, you know, it, it's not immediately. It's possible. not in your face sci-fi. It's not in yeah, your yeah, face yeah. Sci-fi. Yeah. This is this is like a dramedy with sci-fi components.
0: Definitely stuff. like a let more more drama, but definitely like a quantum leap or. Yeah. Or, or one of those type of shows where it's it's modern day, but there's definitely a science fiction element running through yeah. it, mm-hmm. and definitely um, something completely different. I the reason I watched it uh, because it it isn't typically something I would be like all over, was because I I actually love Natasha Lyonne. I I, I love her as a human being, and the reason I love her as a human being is because have you ever watched her on a, like a, a talk show or something? No, she's insane. She is a crazy person. No. She is so weird and wonderful and all over the place. She makes you want to watch her. That's how crazy she is. Well, th-
1: that's the way I feel about and watching that's, her that's on And that's the Russia show, though. exactly, exactly. Because the script is just, I mean... It's it, an acid it, trip. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure what you mean. But I'm not ah, sure what with that. Okay, anyway,
0: it's a uh, it's a it's
1: a fistful of mushrooms on a <laughs> on a Saturday
0: afternoon. It's um, it is a
1: trip. Yeah. So I, I feel very obsessed by this show. Yeah. We're watching it, and you know it's really good. And I I just I wanted to throw a plug out for that. I'm glad
0: you brought it up because you're yeah. right. That's a, that's a little gem out there. If you haven't watched it, um, um, and, and you you like some of the other stuff we talk about, give it a try. It's it's a great show. I've I've been pleasantly surprised like you, Ed. I've I've really enjoyed watching it. And it's something that you could probably watch with your
1: significant other. um, And they'll enjoy it even if they don't enjoy science fiction. You know what we should do? Talk to me. We should have an episode uh, of this podcast... With our significant others joining us to do a
0: little, the little watch watch party, or just no, just talk to, around to the to table.
1: Join us because I I bet you anything. There's going to be multiple interpretations of the stuff that we're talking. I about. think that would be brilliant if we could get them to uh, do that's it. But
2: my my problem is getting them to watch it. Well, you you, you, you may watch think. anything.
0: I mean, that's your woman, dude. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I'm <a> <laughs> no,
0: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm you're, totally joking. You're, 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 you're stupid. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anybody that knows me for real knows that um, my significant other is a very strong woman, and she would slap so me before I would ever slap her.
1: Would she watch Dune? Oh yeah, T loves Dune.
2: Yeah, she loves Dune.
1: Jess loves Dune. Well, there you go. Have they have they seen the the first movies? No. The movie? We all we all went. So, no, mine was no, with, with me. The first movie. Though, the the, uh, the, oh, the 84 eighty four one. The, 84 84 the, yeah. the David Lynch naked mm-hmm. Lunch Dune. No. No? Okay. So and, and, and Angie wasn't around in 84, yeah. Well, no. no, but I mean, yeah. you,
0: you have the access
1: to the, the movie. Since yeah, she's not a science fiction so, fan in so any way, maybe, shape, or form. Maybe let's show her that. For, yeah. Let's talk about that, and let's also talk about the... Uh, I, I'll
0: put it to you this way. I was speaking to Angie about the podcast this morning, and, she, and we were talking about Star Wars, and she was telling me, because Angie, while she doesn't necessarily care for sci-fi, she is such a supporter of me and the podcast. So she listens to every episode. She doesn't care anything about the stuff yeah. we talk about, but she will listen to every episode, mainly to criticize me, which I appreciate as well. But that's, that's another thing. But she was saying this morning, she was saying, um, uh, she was talking about a Star Wars, and she was like, "I ah, I like the one where um, uh, Luke finds out that uh, Vader's his father, and, and I was like, "Yeah, Empire. you like, yeah, that's the one I really like." So that that's the kind of sci-fi fan she is. She really doesn't have an, an interest in, into it. So that would be interesting. Yeah, just, just to have her getting her, different perspectives. Oh yeah, on, yeah.
1: On, and maybe we, we go back and, and we add an addendum to our four, five, and six. You know, which you know are, is is more accessible to to our significant others. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not interested in that in any way, shape, or form. But. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm to- I'm totally kidding.
0: Uh no, I mean this goes to a to a bigger point is that Chris and Ed and I, we can really geek down with this stuff. We can really get in the weeds about mm-hmm. some of the shows that we watch and and what if and, and so on and so forth. Normal people don't really do that like we do
1: necessarily i mean yeah, there maybe. are other people that do that i, I, I would but call our significant others normal people because they have I, put, I, I would they have never go up that up far because I would they have ne- to put up with yeah i would never
0: go that far <laughs> right but, but um, they're, they're
1: very tolerant people the tolerant is a good word um, um but i i think also we should probably consider having some guests um definitely want guests some guests on this as the show matures we'll definitely get yeah. more guests yeah i definitely want that um but Mark, Mark Hamill, Will Wheaton, I think would be great guys.
0: <laughs> if we could get them, sure, yeah. I don't, you know, I mean, I, I think we may be celebrating Mark Hamill's, uh, um, uh, life before we ever get him on the show. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm down. I'd always love to talk to, uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. At any rate, um, I think we're gonna call it there. Any other news you guys want to talk about
1: before we go? I think we're good this for this week. Yeah. So you, you were talking about earlier movies coming out. Yeah, oh yeah, summer movies. So, so uh, uh, Black Panther is coming out. Oh, no, the second no, Black Panther. November, I believe. Is it really? Yeah, uh, She-Hulk is coming out. I'm actually interested in She-Hulk. She-Hulk. I think that might be cool. Uh, uh, if they do it right, I think that I'm, could be really I'm, cool. I'm curious because the, in the comic book series, if I remember correctly, She-Hulk was a transitionary character for Hulk that turns into, I think there were, there are were two different types of Hulk. There was world crusher, Right, and there was the Red Hulk, um, the 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 all powerful. That's Hulk, the general, right? the all powerful one. Yeah, that's the that's um, General. What's his name? So, and, and she Hulk was in that transitionary period where where Hulk was was evolving and became the. As
0: American I understand movie. it, and I'm, I'm not a big She
1: Hulk comic book fan. I've never really read the comic. Well, the only reason I know about She Hulk is because of Hulk, right? Oh I mean,
0: sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too, Hulk me talk. too. But a, as I understand, in the comic book, she's related to Banner somehow and she's a lawyer. That that character's a lawyer. Okay. So and, and I am way out of my depth. I don't really know She-Hulk from from any I, I just yeah, know that the movie you. looks good. Huh? I was just agreeing
2: with you meaning. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. At any so rate. So we have She-Hulk coming out. There's going to be a um, Guardians of the Galaxy Can't wait for that. Uh, well, 3 no, Volume 3. No, hold on. There's oh, the be, Christmas special. There's going to be a Christmas special. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, you know how familiar we are with Christmas specials. Oh, yeah. And we love the, the Christmas The incarnation specials. of them and everything from the 70s. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm concerned about that, but not so concerned. I'm. You're concerned about it? Because I think uh,
2: he's going to do a great job. Well, I we'll think see. it's. I think he's feeding on that. I, I do, too. Think, I do. I, I I do. Literally, yeah. yeah I think
1: I'm anticipating leaning into it. yeah. it's a whole lean-in just well, specifically to that. Maybe for the Christmas special, we, we all get together and we have a Christmas party. Oh, that
0: would be great. Let's do that. That sounds like a blast. blast. That sounds so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Maybe a watch party,
1: that'd be cool. May Um, May twenty seventh, by the way, it's coming up soon.
2: Obi Wan, Kenobi,
1: Kenobi. It's gonna be a lot of of TV. TV, I got. They better
2: get that right. I cannot wait for Obi Wan. Obi Wan, and then Stranger Things season four is also on the twenty seventh. The girls love Stranger Things. We've been watching it with rewatching with my family.
0: We love it because it remind we get nostalgic. It reminds us of when
1: we were kids because we
0: were those kids age.
1: Yeah, I love the first season. Oh, you didn't like the second and third season so much? Uh, I, and and the second season was okay as as they've started to grow older, I think the writing has has gone. The
2: tone of it has changed a lot. The yeah. First season was so good. First season Dude.
3: was
0: great. It was so I thought, good. I, I thought
2: the second season. Again, this is all fresh because we were watching it. Yeah. Early as as we're recording this, I have one more episode in the third season. To watch. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. And then we're done. Uh, but you know, we've all just been rewatching it, and we haven't seen it since it first came out. First two seasons, fantastic. The third, it starts to go. A little bit different, but it's actually not bad. It's just it's just different. It's different, yeah. And the, the trailers for the the new season that starts on in May twenty seventh. Definitely look uh, a little like another. It uh, looks more eighties horror movie. We're kind of expanding the yeah. story a bit. Uh, but apparently, it, it ends at season five. Like they've said, there's a d- uh, definitive oh, it's end. Oh, just five. Yeah, that's and it. It's a definitive so, end. So they have
1: so. one additional season. Out yeah, of yeah. Interesting. And it ends.
2: So, Interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah well, um, I look. I didn't watch Stranger Things when it originally came out on Netflix. I had a, a, a work friend that started going on and on about it. And so I thought, oh, okay, well, that's kind of cool. I need to take a look at that. And I think I binged the first season, yeah. like, you know, in two nights or whatever. It was great um, just because of all the nostalgia and and all the stuff. Um, and it was very, um, very specific to the way I grew up, especially with the Dungeons and Dragons and riding bikes all over yeah, God's creation the and the yep. arcade and all of that. Yep all that stuff that kids no longer do anymore that that we that was just the way we rolled i yep.
1: i can remember riding in the neighborhood on your bikes going uh,
0: yeah. to, your to play DD just or- being gone from your house for yeah. all day and nobody Even if we 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 weren't aired, (laughs) your
1: your friend just got a brand new Atari or or whatever, and you Nintendo Nintendo, Nintendo, Entertainment System. Oh my God. So we went through each one of those. We got the the Atari, we got the Coleco. Remember that? Oh, ColecoVision, sure. Nintendo, and and we went through those. Absolutely, yeah. But when our friends in the neighborhood would get them first, we'd we'd just run over to them almost every day and knock on their door Can so and so play? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and the parents were like, "No, they can't come out." Well, well can we come in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. No, you
0: can go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, that's um, that's when we we uh, def- the thing I like about Stranger Things is m- my whole family can watch together. Yeah, not a lot of shows I can yep. watch with the no, girls right. together, and, and Stranger Things is one of those. And and we do when it comes out, we do it, uh, an episode a night, and we make it an event, and we watch nice. it together every night. So I like that. You know, that's great. Just because. Uh, the way TV is now and how broken up and niche it is, I watch the stuff I enjoy. Angie watches the stuff she enjoys. The kids watch the stuff they enjoy, and it doesn't cross over very often. Yeah, no uh, right, so right, it's, right. It's, it's it's good that way. So,
1: Chris, everything, everywhere, all at once. On the... When are you going to watch the freaking movie? We, we, it, we, so we you show me how that. I can make more time <laughs> in the day, and I will be happy to see it.
2: It's, I, it's a matter of priorities, is, bro. Is, you need to start, you need to
0: finish. You forget your family. <laughs> Forget <laughs> the boys.
2: <laughs> We're kidding, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's on. It's it's on my radar. It's not dropped off my radar. You two will not let let it ever drop off because my radar. because it's so good. The first time, no, no, no and yeah. I, I the first chance I have to actually see it, I will see it, and then we will talk about it.
0: Yeah, I think. Um, look, I think here's the thing. I think you would have already seen it had it been any other big. Um, uh, no, no, wait. Uh, just hear me out. If, if it had been any other big release from a big studio you would have seen it because you'd have known more about it. The, the marketing job they did was not good. It, it's really confusing and not very good. Uh, and it's an independent film. This film was not made for a lot of money. And most of the effects are practical effects. And, and the team that did this, uh, it's, it's these two guys. They're, both their names are Daniel. One's uh, American, one's Asian. I, they're both American, but I think one's uh, a white dude and one's a way, uh, an Asian dude. I was about to say Asian, uh, uh, Asian dude, and they, uh, they they call them the Daniels. They're the directors of this thing, but they have this team of five people that made this independent film that is blowing up right now because it's so good. And you'll see when you get into it all of the effects and everything. It looks like any other major motion picture, you know, CGI, I'm, and uh, but it's not. So, so cool.
2: if this, if this were a Marvel movie that was released the same day, I'd still yeah. have had a problem seeing it. The, you know, I for those that don't know, I play in a band. We we've had a pretty big out of town show that we were we were spending our weekends. Oh, right, right, for. right, right, so right, right. My problem was the timing of when it was released. And that's really what it came down to. Oh,
0: we're not. Yeah, so no, no, yeah, we'll eventually. I mean, yeah, we're we're, we're going to see that, it and we will talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Time. But it's definitely. it's something we would definitely want to talk yeah, about on the show. Um, because it's such uh, here's the thing. Everything everywhere all the time is original. And there's not a lot of original.
1: You don't out there. get that. There, you don't too often. You and, don't. Yeah. I mm-hmm. want to discuss it because yeah. this this is the way I feel. Some of the movies should should you know take a lead from. Yes. You know, as, as and you, they won't as because you they look can't. At, as you as, as you look at the creative mechanisms that help create these story arches and and whatnot, these guys did. This is up. And they it, they it went so in and they. I mean, it's just it was. A, <laughs> it was what? It's so it, good. It, it's so good.
0: I mean, I I Ed and I saw it on a lark one night. He's like, "Hey, you want to see this movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do want to see that." After seeing a preview for it on YouTube. Uh, because you don't I, I don't get commercials really too much anymore but I did see that and I thought, yeah, that looks good let's see it and then we get into the middle of it Chris and I'm like, oh my this is amazing this is so
2: good yeah I'm definitely uh, I'm looking forward to it. yeah,
0: that. yeah yeah it's it's cool so we'll we'll definitely uh, be talking about that next episode. Um, some of the other things that we, we have on the agenda for episodes coming up uh, we want to do a hobby episode so it's a it's a whole episode devoted to. Um, um, hobbies. Um, of course we'll talk about tabletop wargaming, which is my hobby but uh, I want to also talk about 3D printing, which is something that Chris and I are, are into. Ed bird, is certainly bird watching. Bird watching yeah, is Ed's big
1: one big, big, big hobby um, he, of mine uh he I saw a big bird this morning,
0: yeah, but nobody told you that weedy, women are not called birds, birds anymore, so oh. you really gotta get <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Totally kidding. those chicks <laughs> yeah, so yeah the chicks that's not that's not oh. in that's not in vogue to say anymore gotcha so, um but we we wanted to do a hobby episode. Uh, we want to do more episodes on the prequel uh, Star Wars series and the sequels of Star Wars and discuss those. We have so much on the agenda to get to. In... Firefly, BSG, Star Trek Oh, movie, my gosh. All the Star Trek series. We just have so much great stuff coming. Uh, everybody, please don't miss uh, a podcast. Tell your friends uh, about Geek Culture Cast. Um, you we can find us anywhere you listen to, to podcasts, uh, and we're just going to keep creating great content for you viewers and listeners out there. Um, Another thing that we'd really like to do, and we're working on it now, of course, you have to understand; it's just three guys in a in a dining room, um, and and we we pay for the bulk of this out of our own pocket. But we'd really like to get a video uh, podcast going as well to put on YouTube. So you might be able to see us a little bit. We could provide some some video and some other lovely things. Although I don't know any any great value in seeing us, but some people might dig it. Um, but all future things to come as we uh, lean into the Geek Culture Cast, I think um, the boys and I have really really enjoyed these sessions with you whether uh one person is listening or 30 people are listening or 300 people are listening we just enjoy getting together and talking about this stuff so we might as well let you listen in on our conversations so with that in mind i think that's the podcast this week boys that sounds good to me get geeked (laughs) we want to thank everybody listening to the podcast remember next week we're going to be talking about some good new sci fi geek culture Thanks. stuff. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time on Geek
2: the Culture Cast.